You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur Welcome to Blair Vision, your window into the world of all things geek. Movies, TV, or news, we talk about it every week. I'm your host, Jordan, with... Arsenio. Samia. And Jason. And we are the Defenders of Podcasting. Woo! Wait, that's X-Men. I mean... Close enough. That works, actually, because this week... It's very appropriate. Foreshadowing! This week, we're going to be talking about the Logan trailer. we got a few trailers, actually. Logan being one, and we're also going to go into... Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Yeah, we're going through all our childhood. Basically, the whole this 90s nostalgia block on uh, Fox. Yeah, I was just going to say. True. <laughs> we're bringing it back. Everything that was shown on Fox just came out with a trailer this Thursday. Yeah, we're... <laughs> okay, where's my live-action Big Bad Beetleborgs? Oh! Yeah, I'm going there, buddy. Let's do that. <laughs> this is going to be a spinoff of the Power Rangers. Somebody called Jay Leno. <laughs> we also have... Well, dropping this week has been the Netflix season two premiere of Voltron. The old school multicolored cadets in suits with giant robots that are also animals slash dinosaurs. It's totally different. That's yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> It's the OG, old school. One person in this room actually prefers it to Power Rangers. Sorry. <laughs> Don't Kill apologize. Him. <laughs> you made your choice. <laughs> and I will live with it. <laughs> Why did you say that name? Fight me. Wait, is that going to be the blue version like Civil War? Like, <laughs> yeah. The line is drawn. Voltron, Power Rangers, Civil War. <laughs> And we're making that meme. <laughs> There's only two kinds of people. <laughs> but then we'll settle it. We'll be like, what's your mother's name? What's your aunt's name? What's your grandmother's name? Eventually somebody has to say, have the same name. We'll hug it out. What's your first, oh, second good. cousin's little sister's name? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Turns out our preschool teachers have the same name. So we're friends. Oh, we're friends again. <laughs> it took a while. Uh, I think we're also going to be going through some of our 2016 highlights that we didn't go over last week, unfortunately. We, we yeah. Last week was a very tough week. Yeah, it was it was a throwback to the classic Blur Vision episodes where we'd have like audio problems every other episode. I'm, who am I kidding? Every episode. Been <laughs> <laughs> too smooth for too often. I hope you're kidding. We got to change batteries like every mid episode. Yeah, literally, if you guys heard like static and popping, that was because the batteries were dying and the whole point where <laughs> where our city was saying is drop off the face of the planet. That's <laughs> when their mic like was turned off. Look, what happened was they mentioned Lois Lane. And like Lois Lane, I just fell off a building. <laughs> be rescued. And then I was fine. So thanks for everybody if you worried about me. I just had to fly and go get you. My Sam senses are tingling. High clean booty. Away. <laughs> like the one time in this podcast, I'm like, let's be positive about DC. Technology You're- said nope. <laughs> Your shining moment of pure DC praise. And the podcast was like, nah, not happening. You a Marvel boy. I, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm nope. trying to play both sides here, but the universe won't let me. 
Next week, BVS retrospective. It just won't work. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't it turn on? <laughs> but actually, speaking of DC next week, we've got DC TV coming up next week. Huzzah! So we're getting back into the swing of Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, Legend of Tomorrow, that old thing. We can yep, skip yep. the last one. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, the network would agree with you. That's why they're moving it to Tuesdays with the well, Flash. They, they expect everybody to be lazy. Like, I'm watching Flash. Oh, I'm too lazy to chase the channel. I'll just leave Legends of Tomorrow on. That's a thing. It's, that happens it is, to me. No, it I mean, literally is a I'm thing. not going to lie. That's how I saw like the promo for Jane the Virgin. Yeah. That's I, how I saw a lot of, um, what's his, I, I Zombie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. But they do that on purpose. Like, they need a good lead-in, so they figure viewers are going to turn in to watch a trusted show. Maybe it'll stick around for what follows next. So whenever a show is, like, lagging in um, viewers, that's what they usually do. Yeah. So, let's just tomorrow. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the show that has been dangling on a string for the Thursdays, longest. Thursdays, Constantine, season two. Make it happen, please. Constantine, is that what you want to slot there? Yes. That's your opinion? Can right we? before Supernatural? Come on, it, works, it writes itself. Yes. True. Mm. Fight me. Come on. I'll, I will see your Constantine and raise you a Justice League Dark. I'm still waiting for that promised Teen Titans. Even though it was TNT, I still want Titans. With that. <laughs> that, I'm just with that. that was your cosign. <laughs> Sammy's drive-by commentary. Yeah, she just popped her head out of the car. Is <laughs> that Sam? <laughs> oh man! All right, so let's get into it. Before we get into everything, though, we have iTunes reviews, and the begging leaded to positive results. People actually have written in. Yay! Yes. <laughs> Like let's let's help this blurt out. He seems desperate, <laughs> desperate for love and affection. All right, first one we've got Chris Renteria, twenty-seven, five stars. The subject is awesome show. Love you guys. Hello everyone. Discovered you on Instagram and heard a podcast. Couldn't get enough. Glad you hear other people get excited and nerdy as me as a podcast. Oh, glad to. Well, I'm like messing up entirely. I am butchering your podcast review, Chris. I'm sorry. Jordan can't English tonight. <laughs> Glad to hear other people get excited and nerdy as me have a podcast. Oh, that. I was missing that. That's why. Your podcast is always a high point and makes me smile and laugh the whole time. Keep up the great work from one nerd podcaster, Shameful Plug, the Movie Pit Podcast, to another. Oh, cool. So I guess he also has a podcast called the Movie Pit Podcast. So Gotta check it out now. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Chris, for the five-star review. Up next, <laughs> up next, we have a friend of the podcast and a photographer of all things cosplay, Edward Photography. You're reaching here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Love you, buddy. Check him out on Instagram. Love you, Ed. <laughs> Edward Photography. <laughs> but he gives us a five-star review, asshole. <laughs> he says, awesome job, guys. Hey, guys, keep up the great work. Here's a few things I could like to suggest. One, each week you guys do a poll. Why not create a poll on Twitter and Facebook to make things easier instead of giving thousands of comments? So well, I don't hard. give them. They give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and two, I could see you guys doing a YouTube video as well as the podcast. I've heard that a couple yeah. of times now. Yeah. If you just want to put like, yeah. a camera on us. Yeah. Yeah. 
But see, like the benefit of like a podcast is like people can't see the dark shame of my life. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see the crippling depression. On my face. Yeah, like, I'm really sitting here with like I've got like a like a hobo sp- like bindle. Like, <laughs> I've got like a disheveled hoodie on. But if they're watching us, they can watch the battery life for us. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I got it. Like, <laughs> Periscope it was like, oh my god, the battery no. <laughs> it turns off. A live Twitch. I was podcasting. Somebody will know. <laughs> It's happening again. <laughs> yeah, you can get funding. There you go. All right. I actually like the idea of doing a video. That's I right think that'd out. be fun. Mm. And we could also live stream occasionally, just yeah. like while recording. I've seen radio to. shows do that where they throw their radio, like they, they edit the radio show down to segments and then mm-hmm. throw it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That was it. They have like an actual studio and like a little mini audience of like three people or so. Yeah, my bedroom is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it won't work. This. No. <laughs> but bedroom, blood cave. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the curtain. <laughs> Put the curtain back up. You're ruining <laughs> the atmosphere. <laughs> Alpha, get us out of here. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next review. We've got uh, from me, Immaculate. It's another five star review. Just and was it? What just happened? All right, we've got music for the podcast now. <laughs> Setting the mood. Blurred Speaking cave. of atmosphere, the blurred cave is in a very Spanish part of town. <laughs> Alfred Megusta. <laughs> oh my god, this show is off the rails. <laughs> All right, let's. <laughs> I'm just gonna let it rock. I'm just gonna let it rock with the music. <laughs> it's our new theme music. Wait, I just wow. Wait, my, did you have a, another speaking review? Speaking of technical difficulties, my review thing is closed. All right, back, back up, up the review. All right, <laughs> from me, immaculate five stars. Just an amazing show. I loved it. <laughs> Do you need me to read just it? an amazing show. Like, <laughs> everything goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I love you guys. <laughs> I love the representation of our people having fun being themselves. Nothing wrong with being a nerd. Nothing wrong with being black. That's that's right. <laughs> what? Damn right. You just earned a lifetime subscriber and maybe a co-host. Who are you? <laughs> uh, LOL. I rate this review passable. Oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. I mean, I guess there's nothing wrong with being black. He's right. Black is beautiful. Black is beautiful. <laughs> it is. This is Blur Vision. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so has the vision. And he rated. Wait, like, he was a five star, but he calls passable. He called his review passable. Oh, okay. I oh. see. Got it. No, I would rate your review more than passable. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, for a second, I thought you were trying to be like one of my ex girlfriends, where it's like, oh, you're great, but you know, not really. <laughs> but let's talk. Damn. You're awesome, but you could do better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, and then that weird thing where Farface comes up last again. <laughs> Farface. Somewhere yeah. out there geeking out. They mentioned me again. Yeah. The curtains are already down, so I'll just reveal the end joke to the audience. But it's, just, it's weird that the iTunes reviews, for some reason, that even though the other reviews are more recent, <laughs> the Fartface review from last week <laughs> is still the last in my list. So it comes up like, like it's the most recent. Farface, a priority. <laughs> yeah. Farface, better come back. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the podcast questions of the week. You remembered. Yes, I remember it this time. They were Man of Steel related, so I was kind of passionate about them this time. <laughs> Number one question, but they were really cut and dry. Number one question, would you prefer color in the in the uh, DCEU? And I did a comparison of, you know, 
with similar to your color scheme I and mean, your uh, your recolored version of the Man of Steel video mm-hmm. that I was saying, you know, mm-hmm. where it's literally like you know we've got the original colors on one side and like the bright Marvelized colors on the other side. Marvelized. Marvelized. I'll call it Marvelized. <laughs> And his comment section blows up right now. Yeah, already did. <laughs> it, it already did. It's... Yeah. So if you had to guess, what did people say? I'm gonna start with you, Jason. I'm gonna think they said no, just because when I was glancing through those comments, mm-hmm. and, and you didn't say anything remotely related to let's make it more like Marvel. You just said add some color, and everybody was right away like, no, Marvel is this colorful universe where it's always sunny and DC is dark and it's got to stay dark. So I'm gonna assume that most of the people said no, hmm. no color. What do you guys think? Stay dark. <laughs> Arsenio is also someone that like got a lot of the the DC fanboy shade and the yeah. Marvel fanboy shade on his own post on his own yeah. wall about this. They were like, "Why would you recolor it? It looks fine. It's Zack Snyder's cinematic vision." And we're like, "Okay, <laughs> thanks for your opinion." <laughs> I mean, it's I got- really defensive. <laughs> It's really defensive. <laughs> I had a few trolls going like saying I'm a Marvel fanboy, and I'm like, bro, I've cosplayed one Marvel thing, <laughs> and it's Spidey. You can literally go through your feed and you see that. So yeah, fanboy. <laughs> but I prefer the color version, not just because I did it, mm. but because it provides a little bit of variety to it. Mm-hmm. I get the style, and I still love Man of Steel, but it's more like, oh, what if? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> like, what if? Like when I was first thinking about when BVS was gonna come out, what if the Superman scenes are the more brightful, cheerier ones, and you'll have all the dark and somber scenes mm-hmm. with Batman because it shows the visual difference. Yeah. And it gives you something a little bit to play with. Yeah. But for the tone, how they said the movies, these movies aren't happy. <laughs> movies are settled in crippling depression, and yeah. it fits the world that's a lot darker and muted. Yeah. Because if you were in, like, in Man- like, if it was the tornado scene, and it's bright and shiny, I'd be like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> Your dad's about to die. Why are you giving me a sunshine? This ain't Bambi. No, I feel you. And right off the bat, I like to say that we had some commenters that didn't understand that. And I even put it in my own post that, you know, all movies have their own tone. Like, it's not saying that every movie needs to be bright and sunny. But, you know, kind of what you mentioned, I'm saying with scenes, even specifically scenes. Like, there are definitely scenes in Man of Steel that are hopeful that could have used and benefited from, like, a bright tone. Not the whole movie, but just, like, occasionally. Yeah. You need a little bit of a change in, literally change in scenery, change in color. Yeah. (laughs) Movies... Like life and all things are not black and white. So yeah. <laughs> it's a balance. Yeah. And even though the universe as a whole is like kind of skewed dark, especially a movie like Man of Steel, I think it could have very much benefited with that balance of like light and scenes and dark and others. Yeah. BVS, fine the way it is. <laughs> so <laughs> what that tough movie was trying to get across, it can be as dark in tone as it needs to be because... That was a dark movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was no like lightning moments yeah. really in BVS. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, fuck you, Wonder Woman. I mean, but even that, she was in the middle of like fire. <laughs> in the middle of a battlefield. That, that fire was light. saturated. They did good on that fire. Red as hell. So red. <laughs> There's your color in the DC universe. Well, fire. <laughs> fire. <laughs> What's crazy to me is that as a DC fan, like, I see all these fucking fanboys being like no it needs to be dark and all this stuff and it's like you know i would still argue that marvel movies are also too saturated more often than not but it's just Mm -hmm. we never have that argument but they're just so defensive i just don't understand why everyone is so defensive about this i think every Uh, i think think overall marvel there oh oh, i agree with you but i think overall marvel 
like the reason why you say you're tired of it, they are kind of all that same tone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So unless no, but all the same. Like I think Ultron. they're all the same bright tones as opposed yeah. to being all the same dark tones. Like I mean, yeah. we never talk, we never like bring this up because. I don't often see Marvel fanboys come out and be like, yeah, it's all sunny. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I just casually just turn at Jason like, well then. Oh my God. <laughs> it's all sunny. <laughs> you know, like they're not quite as defensive just... of how sunny their movies are the way DC fanboys are defensive of the darkness. Yeah, it made my day, Sam. I feel like a smile from ear to ear. Just the, the image of two like dude bros with backwards hats with Marvel t-shirts. <laughs> Yes. Just so souped over things being so sunny. Look at that song! Dude, so happy and toned! No, it reminds me of an old meme I've seen where it's like, I think it was from uh, 22 Jump Street when they're tripping balls, where he's like, one is like super dark and grungy and metal, yes. then one's super sunny. It's like DC. Marvel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is a great way to put it, but even with, like, I always say this, like, I enjoy the Marvel movies, I enjoy the DC movies, but to me at this point, Marvel's becoming a one trick pony for me. Mm-hmm. I know where it's going. I know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. I'm walking. I was like, all right, I had fun. I'm going to see it again. But I've seen Dawn of Justice. Like, I saw it three times that one week because I also had like several screenings available to me. But it gives me more reasons to go back. I've, I've only seen Ant Man once. And I mean, I, you keep bringing Ant Man. Stop kicking Ant Man. It's a good movie. But you know what it also is? Iron Man 1. I mean, so is Doctor yeah, Strange. Yeah, thank you. I just have to say that. <laughs> no, but I felt that way about Doctor Strange too. As much yeah. as I love Benedict Cumberbatch, I'm probably never going to see that movie again. But they are and that's fine. not not that it's I'm fine. trying to like leap to the defense, but they are origin stories. So I guess even in comic books, like all those origins are all the same. Yeah. Sort of, but wait. So Sam, what was your um, guess on what people chose? Color. Color. Yeah, I actually saw a couple DC people say like, "Yes, let's do color." It was close, actually. But, Closer yeah. than you would think. And also, there was those. There was a couple Marvel fans that were like, "Yes, color." Co- another comment, color. Another comment, color. And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're the same boat." I'm gonna guess, Jason, you were seeing a lot of the earlier posts because mm-hmm. like it, it goes in like it, it goes in, in waves. waves. Yeah, the in first, waves. The first wave was seriously like, "No, it needs to be dark." Yeah, that was the initial backlash. But overall, it ended up skewing towards color. Really? That's yeah, cool. That's it did. Cool. I think even DC fans understand that, like, you know... It's uh, Superman. It's Superman, <laughs> man! <laughs> That's what I was going to say, that I, I get... I agree with you. As a, as a Marvel fan, I love the Marvel movies, but I agree. Everything is kind of like the same tone. But one, I guess they're kind of doing that because it's a shared universe, so they should all look alike, so they all fit into the same world. But mm-hmm. also, yeah. at the end of the day, they are comic book movies, and Marvel is very big of, we want to take a comic book and put it on the big screen for you. And what is comic books? Bright colors. So yeah. that's kind of the reason why they do it. And I know like the backlash of that is a lot of people feel like the only reason why D- uh, WB made the DC movie so dark is to be the exact opposite of Marvel. And it's realistic if it's dark. And mm. you can do a realistic mar- movie without it being dark and grainy Hell and yeah. blue. Yeah. And it does. I just feel like maybe they skewered a little too much in that direction. Yeah, that, that fame was, that was saying, are totally wrong. Yeah. They D- WB did not go the direction of dark because they were trying to go the opposite of Marvel. They were trying to go dark because they were trying to emulate... Nolan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to do Dark Knight again. Yeah. They were trying we, t- to- <laughs> we, did, we did talk about that last week. Yeah, so exactly, that's yeah. what they were trying to do. Yeah, so I'm not defending. And it worked Marvel. first time. Yeah. First, time. <laughs> first time. I'm not defending Marvel, but I think that's why their movies are so colorful because they're mm-hmm. trying to literally put a comic book on the screen. Yeah, yeah, and they also understand that superheroes are for kids. Know who those dudes in capes flying around? Kids, and me. I'm like, you know, 28, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just subtract the 20. You're still eight. Yeah. Ah, I like that. 
I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's next podcast question. Yeah, I want to get into this next podcast question. Yeah, Mo- oh yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, <I> would. <laughs> oh, shit. My next podcast question of the week was: What is your most anticipated movie? Of, well, not even 2017, but what's your most anticipated DCEU movie coming out? And your choices were the next three: Wonder Woman, Justice League, or The Batman. Hmm. And here's the thing: I asked this question to kind of like test. DC fans because on to you because <laughs> here's the thing from just a practical standpoint I feel like your answer should be Wonder Woman because you've seen the most of that and, and it's, it's been coming the out mo- the soonest and it's the most popular and it looks like the most well done yeah. potentially whereas we haven't seen anything of Batman nothing and we've seen some interesting portion of a little bit of. The I've saw League. I've seen a heel turn. That's what I've seen. I've seen a, a trailer called no a heel turn called a trailer. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that shit was. Yeah. So it just boggles my mind that Wonder Woman was not the most selected. No. 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 It wasn't even. I'm the second spoiling. Most I'll just selected. say it first. Of course, it's bad. Wow, you yeah. you got it, Sam. I wasn't even gonna say like lead with that, but yeah. Wonder I mean, Woman it was, was close between her and. Justice League, but Mm-mm. not quite. Mm-mm. Because then the Flash and Aquaman actually got oh. a number of votes too. So you did there. your research. Oh, I did. <laughs> that one oh, you had I did. <laughs> She's like, I've invested in this one. <laughs> I want to know whose name I'm going to call out. So how do you? I start. I'm going to start with you. Then how do you feel that one woman got beat out by not only Justice League, but a movie that has nothing other than the name? I hate the script, motherfucker. You're writing it. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, the hilarious irony of that, too, is that everyone, everyone, not me, I was for it, everyone wanted Ben Affleck to not be the Batman. Yeah. (laughs) I was for it from day one. You rewind two years. (laughs) It was like, Batman. One time I had seen him in Gone Girl, and I was like, yeah, he plays a crazy dark motherfucker. (laughs) He can do Batman. Mm -hmm. So now everybody wants to see Batman, and I want to point out the second irony of the day, which is that the Woman's March was today. Oh. Mm. And Wonder Woman <laughs> literally came in last on this question. I just want to say, get your priorities straight, guys. Just get your priorities straight. I shed a tear. I didn't want. I, that's my guess. Going asking that question, I'm like, why well, say pick Batman? Because it's fucking Batman. Because it's fucking Batman. That's the only yeah. reason why it's Batman. That's the main reason why. You have nothing to go. You don't have any clue how that movie's gonna yeah. go. But it's Batman. That's their argument. Anything you say, <laughs> Batman. but it's Batman. Um, all my memes make fun but, of this guy. But what if they recast it before then, but it's Batman? Like, literally, but we're gonna get the Joker again. But Jared Leto Joker. But, but it's, it's Batman. Batman. If he's even in it, like, that's not even No, I know, table. but yeah. I'm saying, like, there's literally, there was nothing. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> nothing. Fuck you guys. I can't wait for Suicide Squad 2, all right? Get out of here. Oh, my God. Probably Gotham Sirens. would have more Batman. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'm reaching for the lever to open up the trap door by Arsenio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you, how do you guys feel about that? Like, it, it's the it's the classic DC argument where it's like you have all these great characters, but Batman. It's like who can be this guy? Oh, but Batman can. It's prep time. It's like I'm a Batman fan. Like I grew up. Like first I was in Superman, then I got into Batman. As mm-hmm. I got older and more cynical, I'm like, yeah, Batman's better mm-hmm. because fuck. Fuck Wonder Boy up in here, Captain Wonderbread over here. He's mm. more realistic, so yeah. Batman's always been more relatable. Yeah, but as I've gotten like a lot older, 
and a lot less cynical, hopefully. Thank you, Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, it gets so draining because of the Batman fans who are so diehard, so intense. Like, you can't even talk reason. Like, yeah, Batman can defeat this guy. He's like, no. Aquaman punches underwater. He flicks you. You're dead. You're splattered. Same with Superman. That enti- that's why I love that. Nah, Aquaman's a pussy. He's just well, a fucking fish. Have you seen fucking Hal Drogo, though? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm that guy with the Batman fandom, but like, I'm that ironically. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know the flaws in that argument. You're yeah, I'm just, you do it anyway. It's fine. Yeah. That's like that's one of my favorite scenes from BVS was when he's punched him. And like, he comes back to Roman. He's just like, shit. <laughs> Chill, bro. I'm just kidding. But, uh, I mean... Batman is one of the most popular superheroes right next to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, they're the two most profitable heroes of all mm-hmm. existence. Yeah. He's actually number one. Yeah. Batman is. Spider-Man's runner-up. Yeah. I mean, I've done kids' birthday parties, and I had to team up with Batman. I'm like, we're not the same universe, but I'll take it. Doesn't Whatever. matter. <laughs> <Okay>. Superheroes. <laughs> yeah. Batman and Spider-Man. It's just... I get the potential of it, but I'm always like, yeah, you know, this could really grow up to something big. Like, you have, you have Deathstroke in it. You might have fucking finally Jason Todd. Because you've already killed Robin. You've mentioned it like 40 times, so why not actually go follow through it? But no, it's going to be Batman doing Batman. Because Batman. With Batman. I think it's just a symptom of DC fans in general. Like, they're just... Like, what you just listed off was like, all these amazing possibilities that all the DC fans are like, I voted for Batman are probably thinking about. Because like, oh... Like Jason Todd's suit was in BVS, and like who knows where that's gonna go? And yeah. Jared Leto's Joker might tie in somehow, but it's like they don't see the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Where like <laughs> they're just like, well, yeah, that was in BVS, and yeah, Jared Leto was awesome in Suicide Squad. Or no, not even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was in Suicide Squad, but like he doesn't even want to be in the movies anymore. So let's just go this direction with it. A completely different way than the fanboys might be like speculating in their minds. Yeah, but like they're not thinking about it in that way. I don't want to live in a world of maybes and possibilities. I want to live in a world where I've seen proof that this thing is badass. That's when yeah. we can anticipate something. Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, because I, like I'm not I'm not trying to like make it political and be like you should like her because she's a woman. No, that like sure? that is the most that is that See, trailer that is awesome. like the epitome. <laughs> Of superhero trailers in a way between the mm. music and what you see of her fighting and her ethic of like you have to fight for what's right and I just don't understand how you can consider yourself a comic book fan not be swayed just a little bit just a little tiny bit and it's upsetting <laughs> to me too because it's like this this has kind of been a test also that of what really wins out today which is like Batman. hype no <laughs> <Batman>. <laughs> But, like, what wins out in, like, topics in general today is, like, hype. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be real. It doesn't have to be true. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at who our president is. I'm just saying. Ooh, I'm just saying. She made it political. <laughs> There's a lot of people that heard stories about Trump that were good that weren't necessarily true about him and then voted for him based on that. The same way there's a lot of people who heard stories about Hillary that weren't always necessarily true, but nobody bothers to find out that shit. Mm. You know, they just go based off of that. And I'm sorry, this is just another example of that pattern. It's just in the comic book world this time. Yeah. I mean, hops up. I, I'm on your side with this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on your side with this one, for sure. Because it just made zero sense to me. I was just like, what? It's not logical it, at all. What? I love Batman, but come on, guys. And I'm Justice League. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's start with the Logan trailer. I'm so snick, excited. Snick, not- <laughs> snick, 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 snick. <laughs> I like that. Two snicks. 
father and daughter. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Clone baby and daddy. <laughs> no, no, no. Snit, snit. Okay, snit. let's talk about the tone of this trailer. <laughs> and first of all, I, I'm glad that I'm now talking to you guys about the Logan trailer. We didn't ever talk about the first one. No. Before I get into it, actually, let me get your thoughts on the first trailer just very briefly. Just like, did you enjoy the trailer? Did, were you looking forward to like the movie before this new trailer? I loved it, and I think 90% of it was the, the choice of the Johnny Cash song. Like, it made it memorable. <laughs> it, it, fit, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it was it was perfect. Yeah. A perfect setup for like a teaser trailer, for like a first trailer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, what about you guys? It was god-awfully depressing, and I loved every second of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sets the tone for what it is. Like, it's years later. He's old. He's beating up. He's tired. Yeah. And he's, like, struggling to keep going. And, yeah, it reminded me of, of The Last of Us, but fuck it. That's what got me even more hyped. I love The Last yeah, of Us. Yeah, I don't see why that's a problem. And also, kind of, like, between the music and the tone and the landscape, mm -hmm. that sort of, like... It sort of just like harkened back to that that nostalgia feeling of Mad Max and those movies. Yeah, like a western like kind of the thing, wasteland right? yeah. western the feeling. And yeah. yeah, and I I just I really like those that tone. I feel like those tones aren't used as effectively in other movies as they could be, and I'm glad that they kind of like brought that in for the first trailer. So it just got me excited to see that coupled with. Um, with the Logan story because this is what I've always said about like when Marvel movies work for me or DC movies work for me versus when they don't is when it's a movie that is technically from a comic book but it's its own style I'm always for that yeah so that's what won me over oh yeah and I agree with you because of this new trailer like I'm glad one I'm glad they stuck with the same tone as the yeah, first trailer they kind of pumped it up they pumped it up they also it was all story and I'm so glad they did it in the from what it looks like, a comic book adaptation in the best way. Because it's not Old Man Logan at all. Hell no. Yeah. Not even you, a There's loop. no way you could do Old Man Logan now. There's no way you could. There's no way. I mean, you could maybe have tried, no. but, no. but no. without the actual iconic characters. Yeah. I don't care. I never was looking for that. But I'm really happy with the direction they're taking with this new trailer Me in terms too. of the story. It's a good reimagining of how it would be since you are limited. Yes. End of the day, I don't need to see like the old man Logan comic book storyline was great, mm. but what I what intrigued me more about it was the fact that it was an old man Logan. That alone yeah. is what pitched me in. Like I don't need to worry about incredible Wolverine and the team. Yeah, yeah. You, you, don't, you don't need to see fucking uh, hillbilly Hulk. Because the old man Logan story is more like an Avengers story in the comic. Yeah, more so than just the Wolverine story. And this right. one, it's just like it's Wolverine. It's like the honest question: like what happens when he does? get older because he eventually is yeah he can't keep healing and staying young forever mm -hmm. eventually get to the point where he runs out of energy and it's just like i'm tapped out mm -hmm. so seeing that character growth now especially since it's uh hugh jackman's last wolverine yeah. i was just gonna bring that up it's last ride man sometimes you know that you know like you said green uh hulk's hue may change spider-man's hue may change but that hue don't change you don't change i'm <laughs> <laughs> just tom hardy that'd be awesome <laughs> tom hardy for avengers hey let's do this <laughs> but I'm just, in terms of the actual tone of the movie and kind of what you mentioned just now, Arsenio, about it being like Hugh Jackman's last ride, I, this movie has the potential not only to be my favorite X-Men movie, mm -hmm. but one of my favorite comic book movies if it does it right, if it hits those like, emotional chords in the right way, yeah. because this is, this is one of those stories that most superhero stories don't get to do, which is the third act yeah. right. of the superhero story. Right. Yeah. You finally get to see the last act of character. Final and like, days. And yes, in this way, it's even meta because you're not only seeing the last act of the Wolverine character in the X-Men continuity as it's been in the Bryan Singer vision so far, yeah. <laughs> but then also you get to see 
Hugh Jackman himself, you know, his role end. Yeah. So it's just if those things mixed together in the perfect cocktail of like emotion and, and finality in this movie. Oh man, yeah. take all my money. Seriously, in the church, there's parts where I'm just like, I'm gonna probably tear up when I'm watching this movie because you just feel that tone coming. Yeah, like it's set up perfectly and beautifully with the sound. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just throw out. No, I perfect this trailer. Yeah, perfect. God, I hope it perfect the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, it plays in those themes that like um, I've wanted to see go deeper in like the Wolverine character in these movies before, like redemption. Mm-hmm. They kind of like try. They've always tried to do that, like the X, like in X two, or like even the. Ugh, God awful solo Wolverine movie. We, we don't talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but with redemption and the family aspect, mm-hmm. that's what's really keying me into this movie. Just like the image of Professor X, Wolverine, that little girl sitting at the dinner table, like like smiling, happy, happy. Yeah, yeah. And him saying, "This is life. This is what it feels like." Yeah, it yeah. feels like something epic, like an epic end, like last chapter of this character's story. Yeah. Uh-huh. End of the day, that's what matters. Those moments of joy in between all the tragedy. And yeah. Wolverine's had one of the most tragic life stories. Yeah. Yeah. Even in this fucked up continuity. <laughs> <laughs> which, like, just have Deadpool come in and be like, wait, which timeline is this? Yeah. McAvoy or Stewart? I mean, have you, like, do you know which timeline this is? Before we get into everybody else's rating, I- like... You know what time this is? No, I saw something after days. I think I read something a couple of days ago that says from the final scene of Days of Future Past when Wolverine woke up and everything was back to normal. It's five years after that, so it makes it twenty twenty nine. I think was the year they said five years after that. He, yeah. he looks old as hell. Yeah. Five Him five and years. Xavier. Yeah, Xavier time travel, yeah. dude. But then, That's a number. <laughs> so that article I actually read. I saw something today that said something about it's questioning whether or not it's the same universe and I didn't get a chance to read into it so now I don't know if they're trying to like say it's like an Elseworlds type story or I, like I just feel like it's the same universe though why wouldn't it be it should be I feel like it is it's just I feel like it's so disconnected from I guess it makes sense from the X-Men Apocalypse timeline because yeah. he has hair and if like yeah. he has like the baldness was the original Xavier Picard bald because of an apocalypse event or he was just bald he, he was just bald. bald just cause I they never explained it no, <laughs> no. How does time work, guys? <laughs> he got some Wolverine blood transfusion, so his hair's growing back. Got you, got you. <laughs> I'll, I'll write in all the plot holes. Just make me love this movie. Oh, my God. The healing factor is like the best Rogaine ever. <laughs> um, Have you seen Wolverine? <laughs> oh, it, oh, I, I want to get into that. I want to just talk about facial hair a little bit. But what? <laughs> it's important to his character. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Them sideburns. Yeah. All right. What was your rating, Jason? I would give it a perfect. The the only minor gripe I have with it, and it's just just a personal gripe. I wish X X spoilers X twenty three is in the movie. What? I wish the actress was just a slightly little bit older because I like like teenage X twenty three, and this looked like preteen X twenty three. But mm-hmm. I will forgive it because that girl is fucking fierce in that. Tiny trip. gremlin. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys watch Game of Thrones at all. Mm, I do. Um, the the little bear character from I last love season, little bear. She was like the fucking toughest little kid of of, of last year. Mm-hmm. This chick blows her away. Like just that look on her face when she pops the claws for the first time. Yeah. I wouldn't fuck with this kid. So I will allow an, a younger X twenty three. I disagree with you. <laughs> really, <laughs> Little Bear's awesome. Oh yeah, I, I, I thought you were the best way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, but Little Bear doesn't have claws. No, she doesn't. But she, her 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 words are sharp. <laughs> yeah, well, we haven't heard. We haven't heard. I correct me if I'm True. wrong, but she doesn't talk at all in the trailer, right? Nope. nope. No, so she doesn't. we haven't heard the words yet. But 
She might be mute. Could be. But just the look on her face, she's fucking fierce. Which honestly might be a safer bet. Because my fear is like what she's going to say. You know, that's a big part of the movie is like her performance. Yeah. So depending on what she's like would dictate how well the movie is received. And making her mute might be kind of cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's a challenge to it. Yeah. And then in future movies, because it's still more about Wolverine. So in future movies... Or like maybe at the end of the movie she's got yeah, one she's line Yeah, she's traumatized or something. That's why she doesn't speak. And yeah. then like maybe Wolverine dies and she finally says something. Kind of like uh, from Batman, Cassandra Kane. Yeah. And then we can wait for that X-23 movie we'll never get. <laughs> <laughs> It'll still be here before Black Widow. Oh, God, oh. yeah. It's like 2030. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's fucked up. What do you think, Sam? Oh, I perfect it. Perfect? I agree, yeah. yeah. No, just all that movie hit all the notes that I wanted to see and just got me so hyped and you know again like music is a big part of my enjoyment of anything so the music they chose the way it builds the the beats that they took all the way up into that last scene of the trailer where they're just mm. in the car and she has her sunglasses on but her knuckles are bloody yeah, yeah. And, like, beautiful and he's shot. Beat up and parenting just win wolverine <laughs> oh my god just stuff like that is so so cinematically beautiful to me strong so, imagery yeah you're yeah right. By the really way, did you guys see the regular trailer or the red band? I was about to ask about that. You guys see the extended? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you saw Picard cursing at the end? Which was gold. I burst yeah. out laughing. <laughs> I almost was like, fuck, I wish I didn't watch the extended cut because I, <laughs> like, I would have burst out laughing in the theater that scene. Like, did he just curse? <laughs> I mean, you're still going to either way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm fucking 90. <laughs> Can we talk about that X-Men comic? Yeah, yeah, the meta. So meta. Yo. I'm so happy they did that. But did you yeah. know that comic isn't a real comic? It's not. I was looking for that comic. No, no, it was made for the. It was made for the movie. For the movie, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was like, oh my, where's this free funeral scene like, in the front? I, I thought maybe it would have Weird. like a hint toward like what the plot of the movie is gonna be. But wait, with no. all of the freaking comics in this world, like they had to create their own for this scene. But I do like <laughs> if, if you look really closely because yeah, on one of the suit. comic pages, the suit it's the suit that in the deleted scene from the last Wolverine movie that Wolverine uh, got in the, it was a deleted scene, yeah. right? Yeah, that yeah. he got in a suitcase. It's been in the that movie. suit. So that's why they made the comic for Listen, God damn um, it. If I'm you don't just put saying, if he, if he puts it on in the final act with that beard and everything, goes, I Wolverine. Either that or does a flashback. Nuts. That's what I was hoping when he shaves yeah. the beard for. And when he finally shaves it, that's when he like dons the Wolverine suit. Even if, even if the helmet comes off like Captain America in every fucking movie. Yeah. Just have that one instance of him fully sitting Honestly, he doesn't need it. Garfield and Spider-Man. Yeah. But I mean, Wolverine is like one of those hoods where like you could pull it back and it still looks badass because his face is kind of the hood. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So his, like, his hair is already in the fucking yeah. shape yeah. the other way. Yeah, exactly. So if like they do that where like, you know, maybe he has the mask on for a little bit and he takes off the mask for like the final scene and just has his face shaved and like, you know, like in the Rocky style, like, no, I've got my mojo back because I shaved. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. But let me ask you this question. Yeah. Maybe it was just me. In the first moments of the in the uh, of the trailer, which I love, by the way, I love that moment. I, uh, don't steal, but I will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Wolverine, did that guy look like Aaron Taylor Quick Johnson? Yeah, he did. did. All right, I thought I was crazy. No, I oh. thought the same thing, and I actually created um, an Instagram post, yeah. and like every single person, like thirty comments of people saying, "I thought that was just me." Do you think so, that was like an intentional nod? I don't know. Maybe it seems so low key. Like, I don't know. That would be hilarious. It could be a Fox's little way of going, <laughs> fuck you, our Quicksilver's better. <laughs> and then the guy be. probably gets killed. Yeah, but why wouldn't he have moved? Because he didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, uh, Jordan, you're a big fan of the, the Wolverine uh, claw jump. Were you excited when you saw her, uh, her do it too? 
Oh my god, yeah. She, she, did. she so, did it off of him. Off of him. Yeah, a combo, him, like a yeah. Tekken combo. Yeah. I love that shit. Yes. We need to review Jurassic World one day because the Tekken combo at the end of that movie drove me fucking banane. Like, <laughs> was, like if you were there with me, yeah. If, I was, if you were there with me in that theater, I was literally just loose, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no words. <laughs> What's wrong with that grown man, mom? Banane. <laughs> I'm so banane right now. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm looking forward to this movie, and it's in March, right? March third. Yeah. Yeah. All these movies are in March, man. Around the corner, baby. My birthday. Yeah. Don't let me down. <laughs> also, I just want to say, because the other line that killed me was when Wolverine, when yeah, Wolverine says, you know, someone, someone has to come, and then oh, he someone says, has. someone did. Someone yeah. has. Like, feels. Yeah. All the feels. So yeah, that's my jerking off fanboy. <laughs> I'm also afraid for that scene where it looks like um, he's burying somebody. Well, that one for sure. <laughs> Oh, but before, I, I uh, maybe it's before that. But the scene where he's running down the hallway and it's like it looks like the camera's shaking, and it looks like maybe some kind of like I don't know what's going on. But there's also scenes of Xavier shaking in his chair. Yeah, and it looks he like he has Parkinson's. Yeah. Some kind of like mental. It looks like shockwave. Yeah, going because on. there's also with X23 that it looks like it's the same shaking too. Yeah. So they look. I'm thinking it's something like a mental. I don't know some kind of mental wave coming out of him. Like maybe that's his death scene, and that's exactly, like his, yeah. yeah. But there's also that scene that it looks like Wolverine's like all laid out against the tree, and I think like X twenty three is like holding his hand or something like that. That yeah. that looks like a death scene too. Everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's X Men three all over again. <laughs> oh, no, because then they would kill Cyclops off camera. God, Just because he's doing Dark Superman. Phoenix will come in out of nowhere like, can't stop me now, bitch. <laughs> I have the biggest force blast. <laughs> <laughs> I love Eugene. Oh, there goes my dick. Uh, all right, let's move on to the other part of the Fox Saturday morning lineup. <laughs> the Power Rangers trailer. No, you got to say right. Saban's Power Rangers. Saban's Power Rangers. Like, yeah, what? he has to have his name in it or else he'll get sued. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I know you're not. <laughs> but yeah, man, Power Rangers. At, We've come at, a long way from the uh, Breakfast Club Chronicle days. Christ. <laughs> And it was scaring me, too, because I'm like, this movie comes out in two months, and we've only had a teaser. That's about that for a second, because I was also afraid, because when you get that close to the release date, and all you get are, like, glimpses of concept art and weird leaks yeah, from, like, toys. Like, why are they scared to show us? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, Is it two months? It's not a big summer? March it's March. That's odd. I thought they would do that as a summer movie. No, it's no. March, man. It's well, that would make it's sense. Kid. No, but it might also be smart because, you know, they'll have more time, hopefully, if it's good, to rule the box office. Because the summer, you have we every week almost new movie, new movie, new movie, new movie. It's hard to, yeah. you know. And you're getting Guardians and all this stuff. Yeah. Which is basically So that actually this. might be a smart move. <laughs> yeah. The Guardians are coming. Okay, March is. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to take our Power Rangers over here. <laughs> but yeah, man, I am happy. I'm sold. I fucking sold. <laughs> I like the first one because I was like, oh, that's what they're doing. Like, it reminded me of Chronicle, and I love Chronicle. I agree, but at yeah. the same time, they weren't showing a lot. No, it's just like, okay, hype, hype, hype. This one is just like, all right, here's everything that is like, oh, you guys don't like it? Here you go. Everything. They, they were literally like looking at the internet comments like, okay, so they're scared for the Zords, they're scared about Zordon, they're scared about the suits, they're scared about the action, they're scared about yeah. the mob. Wow, everything. You know what I'm saying it? I'm like, that's like, everything. That's like a bullet list of the entire movie. Like everything that makes a Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> it's too serious. It's not It's not going to be funny. They're, yeah. They're ruining my childhood. It's like, okay. The tone. Here you go. They give you everything. Balls out. Dick is on the table. <laughs> what up? Come March. Oh my God. And 
I'm liking almost everything I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw it right here. I'm going to say it right now. Goldar. Still oh, not feeling it. Fuck Goldar. Still not feeling it. <laughs> he, he kind of feels more like a placeholder in that in those scenes, though, where you see him. It's kind of like, oh, they have to fight something big. Yeah. Here's Goldar. You know, it doesn't feel like a main event, it, though. It better not be. It feels like... It definitely is. You don't think it is? That that, that looks like the epic, like, final Megazord battle. Final fight. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's a final well, battle. Well, then what the fuck is Rita doing? She's well, I'm being s- Rita. Maybe she's in it. Fuck that. She's the Green Ranger. But see, that's what, I, that's what I mean, though, is, like, if they're fighting that, but then, like, a fight with her comes after that, mm-hmm. that might be a better finale. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Like, if she that's what it. I think. Oh, I'm saying for the Zords, though, yeah. which is the only thing Goldar's going to be there for. Oh, well, yeah. No, they just need a reason We're just going right into this. No. <laughs> We're just going right into the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll go first with my review. Love it. Perfect. Yeah. All the way. Humor, nailed it. Action, nailed Whoa, it. I'm black. No, you're not. <laughs> Thank you for literally making that joke. That 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 line. You couldn't not make that joke. They couldn't not, but by putting it in the trailer, that won my confidence. <laughs> I was like, people were mad about that joke. What? Really? They're like, oh, why you gotta mention that? It's like because we know that they casted the black guys, the black Ranger, and they didn't realize till seven episodes in, and they're like, oh shit, we fucked up. Yeah, it's part of the Ranger history. You gotta comment on that. And beyond it, it was just a freaking hilarious line because the delivery on Zach, he goes, I am. <laughs> it's like, what? no, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, I no, that's just, he's so disturbed. No, you're not. <laughs> I am. <laughs> when Billy, the nerd, is going, nigga, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I just think that, 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 that they put that humor in I mean, I guess Ninja Turtles did it too. Ninja Turtles two out of the shadows. <laughs> but what I've seen in this trailer makes me much more believer than Ninja Turtles did. Because I feel like even in the trailers for Ninja Turtles, it looked like fan service for sake of fan service. This looks like some cool set pieces. This looks like cool direction. This looks like they have, you know, I mean, I agree with the design of like Goldar. Yeah. But the overall concepts and like the overall like tone that they've they've hit. I think they're hitting that balance of like it might have a dark visual, it might be have a, like you know PG thirteen sheen on it, but at the core it's it looks like it's still hitting those Power Ranger beats of like mm-hmm. emotion and fun and cheese and cheese, and and even kind of stealing it from uh, Star Wars, get a little K two S O vibe from Alpha there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> His only line is like, really, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, I mean, even in the original before he went full, ay yeah 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 yeah. Alpha's first line was like, oh no, oh, yeah, not teenagers. <laughs> but his line so in the trailer kind of reminded me of that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. True. Very good point. Yeah. The non-Power Ranger fan yes. just schooled the yeah. non-Power Ranger fan. <laughs> well, damn. All right, Voltron, man. What'd you feel about this trailer? I'm, I'm, having, I'm, <laughs> I'm having a hard time deciding on my rating because... Like it's not that... I watch Power Rangers. I'm mm-hmm. just not as much of a diehard fan as you guys. And I when I watch Power Rangers, I mean I watch... Power Rangers, the first season, Billy and, you know... Kimberly Who's the Green Ranger? Yeah. You know, I, I, like most guys, I had the big-ass crush on Kimberly. That's probably 90% of the reason why I watched the show. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think all the character beats are, are on point. Um, I like the whole beginning of the movie when it's just them, when, you know, they're hanging out and when they're, they first get the powers and everything like that. Yeah. I feel like the second half, and I don't blame the movie, I just blame movies in general now. It kind mm-hmm. of fell... We talked about this a little bit. It kind of fell into the whole, you know, big CGI army, hole in the sky type of scenario that I was like, oh, we've kind of seen this. Power Rangers was the first to I, do it. <laughs> the putties. Which is why Every I would third give it... Make my monster grow. Now it's a giant hole in the sky. Oh, she's really making my monster grow. We just hot. So, I, I think I'm leaning towards giving it a perfect... Really? Like, let's put it this way. As somebody that, with that first trailer, mm-hmm. I was like, eh, I don't need to see this movie. I kind of want to see this movie now. It did its job. It made 
me that on first pass didn't want to see something, want to see it, and also somebody who's really not a huge fan of something turn around and I'll go see that. Yeah. You know, the opposite of the Suicide Squad trailer. That, yeah. You know, maybe some no. I mean, you say it, like, it, it feels like a lot like those generic blockbusters, mm-hmm. but I think that's also kind of the point because by doing that, they've really fallen fallen into that um, Avengers audience. Yeah. Where, like, it's basically, if you like Avengers, that little, like, epic superhero walk and then the superhero landing yeah. and that little action set piece where you get that awesome Blue Ranger Donnie Yin kick and yeah. three piece kick shit was dope <laughs> well, I'm sure a lot of little kids are gonna see that and go daddy I wanna go see five Iron Men yeah exactly yeah <laughs> they hit that like that yeah that tone that you know they're, they're looking to hit that tone <laughs> like, Iron Man's with the money's at baby I agree that's yeah. why they, they made a believer out of me yeah alright what you think Sam I'm like almost word for word on Jason's page right now and I would perfect the trailer because I was like I was that kid that watched Power Rangers because it was on you know and then watched it the next year because it was on and like just kept watching it because it was just on my schedule of things to watch in the morning Mm -hmm. Um, but I've never been like a diehard fan so I saw like the last trailer and I was like it looks uh yeah I'm not gonna go see it (laughs) I'm not gonna go see it but then I saw this I actually got excited for it and like I was shocked at myself that I got excited for it I just wanna I wanna say this it's it's weird that like I feel like they went darker and you go for that chronicle vibe because you're trying like that's the corporate attempt at hitting the mainstream twilight audience yeah but like from the way you guys are describing it Lionsgate so yeah but like from the way you guys are describing it it almost sounds like it's draining the movie and the tone of all personality because it's got this, this dark, dreary, like melodic yeah. song through the entire thing. Yeah. So, you but in this trailer, by having like the humor and like the fun and the action, you get more personality out of it, I guess. Yeah. So you get more out of it. No, I would agree with that because the weird thing about the last trailer, especially with that song, was it kind of reminded me of like the San Andreas trailers. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. With the slow Lana Del Rey, California. Yeah. Yeah. So, and because it's Power Rangers, I'm like, you cannot take yourself that serious. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here. You are the Power Rangers. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. No. So that's what, like, it really turned me off, to, like, to that. Because I was like, you can't be so, this is the most ridiculous mm-hmm. show that has ever happened. You cannot take it that seriously. So the fact that there is humor, that they kind of make fun of themselves occasionally, like, oh, I expected more. And like, oh, yeah. I'm glowing. And the fact that they're making them have to like deal with like stre- like their super strength and things like that which I know is a problem for other people but honestly <laughs> never fucking made sense in the shows like how are they just normal all the time until they're not yeah. so I really like that stuff and it, it did give it more personality and I think that's why this trailer like sort of made me turn on a heel and like yeah. feel opposite of how I felt before agreed and a lot of things I was afraid of for, like the putties and like all like those little details, like in motion, they looked, or even the suits, like in motion, it all looks dope. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the actual post processing they put on that, those suits, because they ain't that shiny in real life. <laughs> There's yeah. they look like a chrome glint to them. Mm-hmm. They just look so sexy, like they're in motion in the actual movie. They move well, and seeing them fight and seeing them do that superhero landing was like, it was really cool. Like they looked legitimately threatening and powerful. Yeah. Putties are giant golems instead of just dudes going. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have things like that like it's Power Rangers so even if those things are a little corny or tropesy like we're, we're gonna need them you kind of just need them to like make it do what it's supposed to do yeah bruh putties are made from clay from the moon without water just, just saying that it's oh, already yeah, ridiculous really? god yeah. I just put that together yes <laughs> no where's the clay going from? dude you can breathe in space in Power Rangers there's no logic in it 
You know, I let take, that go. <laughs> take it for what it is. Nah, but when this trailer came out, the first few minutes, I was like, all right, cool. S- little slow, uh, slow, somber effect. They fall on the ship. Then when they make the first joke, I'm like, all right, I'm in. And once you get to the inside of the ship, you see Zordon, fucking Brian Cranston. Yeah. And I love the pin art effect they got for his head, <laughs> where he can actually move from side to side in the room. Instead of than just floating, going, Ringers, yeah. just look at me. I'm standing here, totally not doing anything. <laughs> like I was saying. <laughs> But like, yeah, I was like, oh, it's cool. It's getting more action, getting more hype. The fucking scene with Trini and her family, which she broke the number one rule. You don't say you're a Power Ranger. Yeah, we're, right? (laughs) But just the mom going like, okay, pee in that cup. You're crazy. You're dripping on balls. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, hilarious I like that I was like the scene where Zach's about to fight the hologram it was like oh it's like one, like a video game and he gets knocked to the side and Billy's like it's a strong ass hologram <laughs> and then Trini's just laughing at him yeah it's just like that you can, like, see glimpses of the character's personalities way more so than in the very dreary first trailer mm-hmm. yeah Jason's still you know the classic white male protagonist he's mm-hmm. just there Kimberly, I don't. Does he even say anything? No. <laughs> he probably talks to Lisa in the trailer, doesn't he? He talked in the last one because he had the most focus in the last one. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, he had a car crash and he's on their house arrest or some shit like that. Yeah. And this one's just like, oh, I'm just here. And Kimberly's, you know, just Kimberly. Just a white girl. She cut her hair. She's, she's dark now. She's going through the she, She's bullied by her cheerleaders. Yeah. Teen drama. <laughs> and it's Lionsgate. It's like, oh my God. One of the big things I remember is like, oh my God, they're putting Jason and Kimberly together. Why are they going to do this? It's supposed to be with Tommy. And I'm only going to say one thing. Bruh, this is Lionsgate. Twilight and Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come Power Rangers Green Revenge or some shit like that. Yeah, it's going to be Team Tommy, Team, team Jason yeah. trending over who's going to win Kimberly's yeah. heart exactly. by the third movie. Yeah. I'm calling it now. And it's going to happen. I'd be down for that, actually. <laughs> also, people who get annoyed when they when like characters change their relationship history or something like that in a new iteration of the series is like... Really? Do you always think it's going to be exactly the same thing? Not everyone's going to pay to see exactly the same thing if they know everything that's going to happen. They're not real. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, Zach's not going to be doing hip-hop keto. He might do K-pop keto. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay to see that. <laughs> yeah, right. And I will. <laughs> <laughs> now, but, what do you think about the Pacific Rim Megazord, though? Fuck. Dude, I love Pacific Rim. I'm yeah. sold. I, I mean, I love Pacific Rim, too. When the, when the first show the Zords, I'm just like, oh, shit, like Zoids. I'm winning. They like the individual Zords, even though they have a weird amount of legs. Dinosaurs. Like, they're they're yeah. more alien. But I'm like, yeah. they're kicking ass. They're doing their job. And I don't really understand how they fit together to make that thing. I don't really see like, the seams on it. Because it looks like a it. Gundam. Yeah, it, it just it looks the most like a Gundam that I've ever seen. Yeah, where's this piece going? <laughs> we're, we're not gonna get a slow form, feet and legs whole sequence. That's Voltron. You're welcome. Well, speaking did it, of, I did it just for you. <laughs> I mean, and I'll form the head. On that note, you want to just segue to Voltron real quick? I, I mean, mean, I set him up. You... We're talking about, yeah, Power Rangers. Let's do it right now. There's other multicolor heroes <laughs> that got released this weekend. <laughs> yeah, see, season two of uh, Voltron Legendary Defender dropped yeah. on Netflix. Uh, Defender of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so far, I'm thinking it's as good as season one. Oh, yeah. Probably better because they're actually getting real in depth now with like the histories, like individual powers of the lions and histories of the characters. We've, we've, I think we've all pretty much watched the same amount of episodes yeah. so far. We're like, we're like eight episodes in already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mind you, I got eight episodes in, eight episodes in on an entire work shift. The last three are kind of a blur to me. So maybe because people probably haven't seen the entire. We'll just stick. Us are losers like me. <laughs> and I guess I was seen eight episodes in like a day or so. We'll just like the first two episodes because yeah. they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, they do. And I kind of like how like the dynamic kind of flipped here because you guys are the hardcore Power Ranger fans, and I was kind of like the outside guy, and now it's like I'm the hardcore Voltron fan, and you guys are the outside guys. So I, I'm really curious to hear what you think. Well, see, I never really grew up on Voltron. 
I actually ended up seeing Voltron like it's one of those things where I would see this Voltron, Sailor Moon, and Dragon Ball Z like six in the morning before school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my, like my little tube TV, black and white with the antenna. Um, so like I, I, I saw Voltron as like Power Rangers the cartoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Yeah, it was like yeah. <laughs> we're nineties babies. Yeah, it's all what you see <sighs> first, man. So, <laughs> my heart. Sorry to say. So I never really got dialed into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And because like it seemed like the in between between Power Rangers and Sailor Moon. Like I, I would either watch Sailor Moon. This is so sad to admit now. <laughs> Sailor Moon is OP. Yeah, I would watch Sailor Moon and Power Rangers and be like, why would I watch Voltron? I've already watched Sailor Moon and Power Rangers. Yeah. Like, so like what I would catch though, I mean, same kind of interesting. But my like, I wouldn't. I wasn't in for the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to ask me what these characters, Pidge, Keith, uh, Hunk, yeah, Hunk. If you were to ask me who these characters were, like in the original show. Do they have the same names? In the, yeah. show? the only one that was different is uh, they had Sven and now Shiro. they have Shiro. Okay, all right. Because the princess was a character, was one of the. Yeah, when Sven left, she, uh, the princess ended up piling one, the, the Spo- blue lion. Spoiler alert: Sven actually died, but in America, he just. Yeah. I'm too wounded. Go on without me. See, because I thought someone died in yeah. the original. That's so why I was scared yeah. for the blue lion in the first season of this. I was like, is he gonna die? Is this what's gonna happen? Is he gonna die? <laughs> no. What they did different now is like they made things make a lot more visual sense, mm. where it's not. The red guy pilots the black line, and you're like, wait, how does that work? See, I was confused as hell. Yeah. Like, a, like a motherfucker as a kid. Now, now I was like, like who you, pilots what? You wear red, you pilot red. Exactly. You wear black, you pilot black. Okay, there so we go. They went more Power Rangers in that sense. So it was confusing back in the day. Yeah. That's why Voltron sucked. Anyway. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, let me phrase it. I'll phrase it. I'll phrase it. <laughs> we're not talking about that Voltron. Yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. about the Netflix Voltron. So if you Voltron. asked me the original Voltron, like, I didn't know those characters were. Like, I was only in it for when the, not even the lions. It was when the lions came together and formed Voltron, and did that awesome scene where the hands would roll. And the feet could roar. Hey, I'll form the head. Form blazing sword. Yeah. Which really disappoints me that, like, now watching season two, I'm like, wait, they never do the hand and the feet roaring really when they transform anymore. No, well, yeah. That, that was my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't even say the whole sequence. Yeah. yeah. I'll form the head. Anyway, it's no therms connected. It's weird. I'm not like a nostalgic, I'm not nostalgic for Voltron, but. I am for that one thing. <laughs> because that's what stuck with you. Yeah. But I think the show is good enough that it stands on its own without having the nostalgia factor. Like, it's good for the old school no. fans and you can yeah. look at it as like, oh, I like, well, you know. And granted, I know a lot of people, spoilers, were twisted about season one that, why did they make Pidge a girl? I but love that. I, so did I. That was a great twist. Yes, great twist. And it makes sense. Too many dicks in this. Yeah. <laughs> Five dicks and one princess who doesn't do anything. Yeah. Make this make the smart one a girl. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, to that effect, I, I love this this the show like I love Voltron the the new show even though I have the I don't have those deep ties to the original and yeah I guess because they do take like you know cards from like our pointers from like modern day stuff like Pacific Rim and like, mm-hmm. Power Rangers and like they they've kind of all melded it together and distilled it with awesome writers the people who do core do this right yeah right so, the animators yeah. and I think even the writers right yeah 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 that I mean, makes sense because the story in this is great but it's the opposite in the new show. Mm-hmm. I find myself forgetting that they haven't formed Voltron in an episode yeah. or two. And I'm like, oh, right, Voltron. <laughs> so it, when it, it happens, it's more of a treat. Yeah, focusing more on like the characters, like the way they're writing the characters and their growth, especially in the first two episodes, you see how like Keith and uh, Shiro are dealing with like after the final battle where they got wrecked. Mm-hmm. So they had like escaped and it was like, all right, we're fucked up. Let's try to get back together. And they discover more about the characters and their own growth and like how they develop from that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's every episode going to be like, oh, we're losing. Form Voltron. 
Oh, we're getting our ass kicked. Form Voltron. But see, that was when I first was watching season one. I'm like, so they're not going to form Voltron every episode? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, well, it's not a show then, right? But I had that, that old school power mentality of like, you have to make the Megazord every episode. Yeah. But it's not the kind of show. Yeah. That's why I no. like it. It's it's more, it's it's not episodic. It's a saga. Yeah. And that's why it lends itself well to the Netflix format. Yeah. So I would give Voltron for what it is a perfect. It's Fair. like it's the same like with the Avatar. Like it's one of those cartoons that like transcend being a kid show. Yeah. They have like the kids thing, like the kid stuff in it. Like they'll, mm-hmm. they'll they'll throw in like oh here's a cute like animal or alien yeah. of the day or like oh here's or a something cute goofy antic. happens with Lance or yeah. You know, but it's it's still very. I mean, there's a, a lot of dark undertones to the story. Oh, the yeah. first episode, oh, yeah. like Shiro basically turned to Keith. That was like you know if I die, you know, if I die, <laughs> you have to lead the team. It's like what? Oh God, I I was waiting for him to die that episode. I was like no, Fuck they kill. Shiro, my boy. Shiro. I can't kill Shiro. He's too cool. <laughs> I, did, I, uh, I hope not. Your jawline's too strong. <laughs> that's my man. <laughs> Shiro, your jaw protects you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I survive. Yeah. Wait, so what are you perfect. saying? Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Not even like hesitating. Because like when like my friend told me like, oh, it just went live. I'm like, well, I know what I'm doing for the rest of my shift, and I just binge straight through. <laughs> and I'm gonna go back and watch season one again because it's just that. Yeah, well, I, need, I really want to rewatch season one too. Because when I first saw the straight through, I was like, oh, that was awesome. Then I was like, damn, I got to wait for season two. And then season two was like, oh, guys, we're coming out next week. I know. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we wanted it. And they they gave came it through. What do you think, Sam? Oh, wait, wait. She didn't watch it. This <laughs> 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 is how you notice how quiet she's been. I love, I love how Jordan asked me, and then he was like, wait, I forgot who I'm talking to. Well, it was like when you turned to look at me, I was just like, oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> this is like Supergirl. We'll try to get her to do it eventually. Hopefully. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's Voltron. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but Pidge is voiced by Bex Taylor Claus. Who's that? That's true. The Sin from Arrow season two. Remember that sub character? Oh my uh, God, that plot line that went yes, nowhere. That's right. I <laughs> but about I that. loved her so much. Oh yeah, she was awesome. And then she went to scream, and now she's Pidge. Oh shit. And freaking Shiro is Josh Keaton, the voice of the spectacular Spider-Man. Mm. And Hunk is Tyler something. He's an. Uh, we recognize him. We've seen. Him. Oh really? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And then you know, this guy, fuck uh, Keith, is you know, Glenn. Oh Dead. shit, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Stephen, you in? Oh, yeah. I like the show so much more now. He should be leader. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I mean, so in the first episode, like, I, I don't even remember really how the last season ended. Except for, like that fight, went, he gets he gets damaged by. The I player. went back and you literally back. how the first episode of season two starts is exactly where season one ended. Yeah, like they actually went back like a couple of seconds and picked up from like the end of season. I was waiting for yeah. a recap that never came. Yeah, so, which is why I was like, pause, go back. Oh, okay, didn't miss much. Uh, last season on, I remember I, they gave you just enough to be like he got wounded by that chick, yeah. mage, wizard, witch. <laughs> See, she always fucks me because I'm always, I'm always reminding me of Mum Ra from like, Bruh, thank yes. you. Every yeah. time I see her, I'm like, Mum Ra? No, she's a woman. Right. Because <laughs> they remade Thundercats, so I'm just like, wait, no, it's not, wrong show, fuck. Ancient spirits of evil. <laughs> Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats. I am Mum Ra. ever living. Another example of stuff that just sticks with you. Like if you do Thundercats and you don't have that fucking chant, it's going to be like, mm-hmm. bruh, where is it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But like I mean, the first episode I liked how they um, did a uh, they they did like a back to back of the A storyline, which was Keith and Shiro. Mm-hmm. But then they also had the hilarious mustache <laughs> adventures in time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I messaged Jason during the morning. I'm like, I'm just gonna say one word: time loop. <laughs> <laughs> 
You'll be welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when he became a baby and his mustache was his hair, <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> it was like, I have to hurry up or else all that will be left is your mustache. And I'm like, fuck, that thing is so strong. <laughs> I'm like, why is an eight-year-old with a mustache? Because <laughs> it's corn. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but man, I like I, that was a good like a good first episode to kind of get reintroduced to the characters. And again, I didn't even realize that um, the other two members weren't there at first. I was like, oh wait, yeah, where's Red, Blue, and Yellow? <laughs> but I like that it was very season two of a television show it was very like part two sequel of a movie that they did the thing of like let's break everybody apart to bring them back together again mm -hmm. and and that's why like this isn't just like the original Voltron were very like throwaway single episodes and this is very episodic they'll drop things like the whole Keith and Shiro thing and then they, you forget about it and then like in episode six like they'll, they'll remind you up, like yeah. Shiro will be yeah. like well I am kind of like training you as my successor here and like oh yeah they did you know deal with that in episode one so and it, I, we're already I, used I, to that from Young Justice and I get a lot of Young Justice feels from watching Voltron the fuck, yeah. fucking song sounds like the Young Justice yeah. theme. Yeah. So I already get hyped when it starts playing. That's <laughs> true. That's true, yeah. <laughs> they have the same school of like just 30 second theme songs that yeah. don't have any core, like any lyrics in it at all. I miss those days. I'm in the days of awesome lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going on with Power Rangers. And that's it. I would say to their detriment at this point because if I've heard the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers six times, like theme song six times for three different seasons or six different seasons, I've heard it a million times. XYZ. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers! <laughs> <laughs> insert Ninja Steel, insert. Anyway, back to Power Rangers. <laughs> I mean, back to Voltron, Power Rangers. I mean, we've we, we been back to Power Rangers when you go back to Voltron. <laughs> Same shit. And but Jason died. Speaking of um the blue line and the yellow line, though, I really liked in the second episode how they had that double twist on like the trope of oh she's like the evil queen who's like controlling like, everybody yeah you know? like oh she herself was also being controlled by this crazy snake eel monster thing yeah. that was yeah. a cool side story and I like how they like, started unlocking a different um lion abilities yes was that a thing in the original show no I mean if you if, if you really remember like when they hid their lions like the yellow lion was in the, the forest and the no wait the yellow yeah. lion was in the desert. The green lion was in the forest. The blue lion was hidden under water. water. So that's where they were hidden. But I don't think they really got too deep into saying, like, these are their special. But I think the, mm. the closest you got to it is the red lion might have shot fire out of its mouth. Yeah. But that's, like, about it. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying this is cool. Like, they took something that was just a cool thing from, like, you know, the opening or whatever. And let's, like, build on it and actually have that. They're more keyed into their, like, specific abilities just to those lions. Yeah. And even with uh, back in season one, when you first meet the lions, like, the green lion is in a forest. Yeah. Blue lines underwater. You have all these things that set it up towards it, so it's it's arc building from like season one. That's gonna pay off in season two. Pre-shadowing. Yeah. Foreshadowing, not pre-shadowing. Yeah. <laughs> making up my own words. <laughs> Shut up, BVS. <laughs> Speaking of making up their own words. That's right? it's <laughs> but yeah, I mean, overall, I like, I'm really digging. Like, would you ever be interested in watching something like this, Sam? Like, just judging from our conversation. Nah. That's just like nee. But Pidge. Well, it just she literally saved the day in the first episode. Yeah, like if not for her, that whole thing would have been ass we up. So we would have never had a corn. Yeah, <laughs> I was just looking at Arsenio because <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's there's so many things to watch and <laughs> there's so little time, yeah, and, and so this is back, so. this oh. is not really like it's not high on my list because I'm also more the person that's gonna go find like another cool anime to get into because I pr just prefer those storylines. Did you like Legend of Korra? I've never watched Legend. <gasps> Down boy. <Yeah. laughs> 
but you're so feminist. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. Triggered. Wow. wow. No, 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 it's, like, it's like, wait, you don't like chicken? But you're black. <laughs> Core is so good. Okay, and, I'll give it a try because I've, I've heard about it for a long time. Did you not watch just, The Last Airbender? No. Okay, well, that's why. <laughs> there you go. Because I also don't really like American animation, just like I don't really like American comic books I mean, until but it's recently. Not. You realize that, right? What is it? They they go overseas. It's not American people. They go overseas. The Korean shit. <laughs> like, no, I know, but I mean, like, outsource that. but like stylistically. But I mean, it's stylistically it's meant a, to be anime. It's a lot more anime style animation. Yes, I've seen it. It's not the type of animation style animation that I like. Is uh, what I'm saying. Okay, fine. Don't chop my leg. No, because I'm just, <laughs> aesthetically, I'm more into Code Geass and Fullmetal Alchemist and like mm-hmm. you know just those styles of art. Gotcha. Art is a huge turnoff for me. There's there's a couple like comic titles where I'll like it. And I'll like pull through a couple chapters, but it'll be really hard for me because the art is turning me off so bad that until it gets better, I can't care as much about the characters. It's because I do art, so it's like it's a real block for me sometimes. Mm. Okay, I feel I can respect that. That's why. Yeah, I mean, not saying people get upset with like things like Spectacular Spider-Man, the cartoon and stuff. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you just can't rock with the art stuff. <laughs> Even though the story was fucking amazing. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I look past all all the visual flaws because <laughs> even that the animation was amazing. And same thing with Korra. Like, I, I would say well, I mean, watch like, it anyway because the, the animation is beautiful. Yeah. Like yeah. when they get into like the the choreography of like the fight scenes and stuff like that, it's mm-hmm. it's so fluid. Mm-hmm. They really like you can see the budget in that stuff and just like the attention to detail and the care in it. That's why I really okay. like it. Yeah, even that's cool. And with Voltron, like how they make the other worlds all feel, look, and like breathe differently. Mm-hmm. None yeah. of them look exactly the same. It's not like Stock Planet A and Stock Planet B every time. Exactly. Even they Princess Alora, they changed her original appearance from just being a stock blonde white girl in the mm-hmm. original series to she's a POC. Oh, yeah. see? that's right. She was a Kimberly. She was the Kimberly. Yep. She was in the pink one, right? Yeah, she was in pink with no lines were pink. Yeah. Wait, she's a girl. That's why it was confusing. Because what was she, what was she playing? She was the blue she, line. Blue. She piloted blue. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> because blue piloted red. Because logic. That's why Voltron, I hated it. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> my, my nine-year-old mind was like, what? Because yeah. <laughs> you're so used to color connections, and it's just like, wait, but, huh? This doesn't make sense. <laughs> Which is funny, because I think they redid Voltron. Like, a couple years later, like, they did Voltron, they animated, like, It was, like, 3D. 3D. Yeah. And yeah. they were color-coded. I remember watching that and not liking it. Yeah, because it was horrible. I hated it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I so, saw it once, like, on Fox before Beast Wars, and I was like, fuck this, where's Beast Wars? Yeah. Oh, wow. Good show. Yeah. I mean, Beast Wars was. Beast Wars, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, is that all you want to talk about with Voltron the first two episodes? I mean, we, we'll, we can always, once we later. finish it up, yeah. Yeah. We'll bring, uh, well, this is our first impressions. We'll bring like, yeah. our full thoughts back to yeah. the, the table next time. Definitely. Totally. Oh, on top of all that other DC stuff we got to talk about. <laughs> you mean just Flash and Arrow. Yeah. And Supergirl frustrations. <laughs> Cyborg <laughs> Superman. I'm going to keep watching Legends. So will I. But it doesn't mean I'm just going to like it. No. <laughs> Which they all got renewed. I don't know if we reported that last time. Oh, they did. No, they we did, didn't. Did. Yeah. So we have Arrow season six, Flash season four, Legend season three, and Supergirl season three. Was it any of that a doubt except for maybe Legends and Arrow? Even Arrow, I didn't no, think it was a doubt. I didn't think it was a doubt, but Legends, I was a little doubtful. Yeah. yeah. Legends, well, I was sure. doubtful. 
And we're getting uh, Constantine continuing as an animated series, supposedly. On the CWC. On the CWC. See, yes. Oh. So you get those five minute episodes like Vixen season two. Yeah. Vixen's it. Does anyone watch season two of Vixen yet? No. I got through two or three episodes and it's just annoying on that CW app because it's just always like stopping ads. for ads and it just uh, annoyed the hell out of me. I mean, I, I, I like the. It wasn't even a season. I like the pilot before that they released last year. Yeah, it, was yeah. a, it was literally a fucking potted stress over five episodes. Yeah, it was literally like the worst way to distribute media ever you take like a 30 minute pilot not even like a 22 minute pilot and you stretch it out through like little 5 minute chunks it's horrible like I, I'm like are you trying to not people like this character like, just, <laughs> just release it as a short in that sense yeah it, it made no sense I, I guess just to keep people coming back for like the hits on the website or something yeah but it was just it was such a weird choice because it was also um, I'm just gonna put that out there really you're gonna do that to like the, the woman of color who happens to be a hero? Yes, like, really? they are, yes. and they did. So it's like, but remember when? Remember when I made the argument with Supergirl that like I feel like the show tries to be feminist and then doesn't always know how, and so it falls <laughs> to this weird middle zone. Like yeah. Vixen is like another thing I feel like where they're like trying to be like, look more like female heroes or more people of color. And, where on the yeah, app? If you download it's it, it's on <laughs> and, and it's six like parts. five minute episodes, so it's basically like one full episode, and that's the whole season. Watch it! Enjoy I'm, it! I'm sure they try to argue with it, but we give you Vixen on Legends, but not the right Vixen. No, it's not the it's same Vixen. It's her grandmother, or great-grandmother, or something, because we can't keep track. <laughs> it's just weird. That's, that, that was one of those things that was weird to me, because, like, all the people I knew that were, like, excited about it, like, were the one they are, like, excited that it was another female character and, like, more diversity, and then they never really, like, got anything from that. No, the whole CWC thing is like a, a failed attempt at an idea anyway. Yeah. I don't know. That's definitely something that needed to be like a YouTube short or... <laughs> yeah. Or just like well, do like, it one time and then migrate the character to CW and just be done with it. Yeah. I get Constantine going to that mainly because I feel like he failed on one station so they kind of have to like reel him in, rework him, and like try him out a little bit. So I get that. But I just think it's weird that they did that with Fixin' too. But they could just do that on Legends. I feel like Legends would be the place to like introduce characters if they were. Don't do that to Constantine. <sighs> it needs to not be Legends anymore. That's the problem. Like that whole time traveling gimmick is what the fuck's that show up. Yeah. The whole premise that Legends of Tomorrow, you are the Legends yeah. of Tomorrow, is built on is like over. It feels like it just feels like it's like this dead horse that don't call them heroes. Beaten. I mean, it only really worked in the first season because they were trying to save the future from Vandal Savage. Yeah. And they did and that. now they're just time managing. Yeah. They should have just called it like Space Pirates. Space Cops. <laughs> time Janitors. <laughs> time Janitors. <laughs> Temporal Custodians. On, on the bright side. That's on the resume. <laughs> Temporal Custodians. At least Wentworth Miller confirmed that he is going to be coming back yeah. to, le uh, to Legends and not just as Rory's imagination. Like he will be back as Captain Cold. I just want to see him on Flash. I don't give a fuck about him on Legends. I mean, he'll be back for season four. I mean, he is one of those actors that reportedly signed that deal to be able to appear on all the shows, so... Yeah, you haven't seen much of that yeah, yet, Yeah, I know, though. it's just we're already, like, halfway through the season almost, and yeah. not yet, so what's going on? He's the Avatar. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I am so with that. Yo, his mask goes off. Barry! Speaking of, a certain somebody's coming back to Flash. I mean, we yeah. mention it. Who? Eddie Thorne. Eddie Thorne. Oh, right. Oh, Jason's theory is holding truth now. Oh, my God. We might oh not get Tommy God. back an arrow, but oh. we get an Eddie back. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be down with that, man. 
Fingers I'm, crossed. I'm still holding that for Prometheus being uh, fucking yeah, Prometheus. I keep forgetting their fucking names because they sound so similar. It's all the same shit. Yeah, I'm still holding that for him. Which whisper villain are you hoping? For? <laughs> <laughs> right, man. <laughs> all right. So what we got left? Voltron. We'll get back to 2016. 2016 highlights. highlights. All right. You want to lead? You wanna, yeah. You take the steering wheel, Sam. This is just Sammy a show. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> This is just kind of like a, a retrospective way to talk about one or two things that we've read, watched, or done, or what seen this year. It's like the... <laughs> what so, you what seen? You 2016. 2016. <laughs> That's nice. nice. I gotta um, show with that. I'm, getting, I'm starting to get into Jar Jar territory. <laughs> <laughs> Misa, no. <laughs> oh, God. Misa, bum bad. Wow. <laughs> So I wanted, I wanted to just kind of Misa kills. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Yeah. Um, for all of, for all of our Green Arrow fans out there that also like comics, I just wanted to throw out that Rebirth Green Arrow started last year, and it's actually really good. Mm. I haven't stayed caught up with it, but they brought back the Black Canary relationship. They made mm. him a little bit more of like the positive version of a social justice warrior, as in he cares about inequalities and he is kind of that Robin Hood character and, and it's a goatee and it's a really it's a nice tone it's a good art style I love how they did their relationship because they made it like a key part for like the first five or six issues at least and that was missing like, from the new 52 yeah, for, yeah. I mean yeah. I also wanted to say real quick I mean do you want to touch on that I want to give a little background like you said they like they've brought it back to like you know Black Canary and like their relationship stuff. Like for people who might not be reading comics, yeah, like, at all. Mwah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not reading. I mean, I know about New Fifty Two and Rebirth yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. But like for people who don't, you know, Stan Lee says every comic's my first comic. So yeah, that's true. Say you want to bring that well, down. Well, so so like historically, like kind of like before the last couple of years, I guess, um, Green Arrow and Black Canary were kind of one of those infamous couples because they were always kind of paired up in a lot mm-hmm. of their old comic titles. Mm-hmm from like four years ago and like before that and then Black Canary would come up as a character in say like Justice League and things like that and would be training Mm -hmm. up Young Justice right? Yeah Yeah. okay I was about to say Titans and I was like especially in Justice League Limited they were like the um, superhero OTP yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly they had so much sexual tension oh yeah yeah so they always had that relationship but then when we got Arrow the show then Black Canary wasn't there for the first season then she was then she died, then she turned into Laurel Lance, and there's the whole, like, Arrowverse, and that changed how the comics went, yeah. because then they did Green Arrow Year One, which was a cool comic. It was basically, like, another version of, like, an Ollie on the Island story. It was a little darker, it was a little Was that grittier. the Kevin Smith story? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice, yeah. I like that one. So that was a really good one, but, like, since then, they kind of tried to make it like Arrow, and yeah. then they brought in Diggle and they brought in Felicity. And I mean, like... Sam, what are you talking about? Okay, uh, comics aren't affected by TV or movies. They're not influenced by I know, by those they things. exist in a vacuum. <laughs> Everything exists in a vacuum. Completely. So, so then, like, in the meantime, Black Canary was off doing her own thing. And she got a cool solo title where she was, like, a punk rock singer. That was another interesting comic written. Uh, the artist was Annie Wu. I can't remember the writer now. Mm. That was another cool comic from last year. And I would suggest anyone reading that if you like punk rock influences. Black and Canary like became? Black Canary. Yeah. Is that like a thing they just do in comics now? Like, didn't that happen with... Like, where they do, like, weird one-off No, no. Or... Just make the female character a punk rocker. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, thinking of... Like, like, Spider-Gwen? Yeah, I'm thinking of Spider-Gwen. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a big theme last year, honestly. Like, yeah. a couple of the titles, because, yeah, in Spider-Gwen, she's the drummer for yeah. Mary Jane's. And... Yeah. Even Mary Jane in the Ultimate Universe was, like, really punk goth before, yeah. before the reboot. Yeah. 
No, but that was an interesting title. But again, like, no Green Arrow. Like, not anywhere. Mm. And she was in the Birds of Prey, the new 52 version. So basically, we hadn't seen Black Canary with Green Arrow for like years of comic book titles mm-hmm. until this past year when they started Rebirth. And now there's a whole volume out. So for anyone who likes their relationship and w- wants to see the comic book version, even if you don't read comics that often, I would suggest at least like flipping through that. So, yeah, so that was a cool thing I read last year. The Black Canary Annie Wu and the Rebirth Green Arrow. So it was a good year for comics. Uh, I'm just stretching this out real quick. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, uh, I'm going to ask a question like, from the audience. What is Rebirth? Ooh. Oh, God, yeah. I went into that nerd vacuum, didn't I? <laughs> what shall we start? When DC decided that New 52 got too stupid gritty <laughs> <laughs> and that they had taken it way too far. Um, Rebirth was kind of their way of resetting the universe. Course and correction. Course correction. That's yeah. a great way to put it. <laughs> and like, you know, making it possible to not have to keep with some of the more fucked up continuity that they had in their quote unquote new 52 story arcs. And I mean, for all the characters. Mm. So everybody got like new titles, new artists. Batgirl got a new artist again. I loved the Babstar run that was technically part of the new 52 version that was earlier this past year, but. They did what they did. It's fine. But so Rebirth is kind of a way for everybody to be able to get their issue one again if you're like mm-hmm. getting into comics now. Course correction. <laughs> yeah. And to reestablish characters because one of the things people had problems with the New 52 was like, oh, where's Wally West? When they introduce Wally West, you have a new Wally West where he's the son of Daniel West and he's black and he's a troubled youth and he's a gangster. Yeah. And it's like, great, you did a good thing and then you fucked it up with being a stereotype. <laughs> yeah. And then so you- let's get rid of that and bring the old Wally West back. So they, they bring back the the ginger-haired Wally West yeah. when he's a lot older and you're like oh great so now you're gonna erase the other Wally West but what they did interesting is now you have two Wally West where you find out that they're actually named after a great grandfather named Wallace West but they're like cousins so comics you, yeah so you <laughs> comics and one of the best moments of that was like the reveal that Wally's back they have the big embrace and rebirth mm-hmm. and for the Green Arrow and Black and Airlines what I love what they did with the story is like they show them fighting together and they just keep looking at it, and they're like, they always felt like something was missing, because mm-hmm. some, because somebody in mm-hmm. Rebirth stole all the joy, as you would say, they BVS the universe. <laughs> oh my God, he did BVS the universe. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. The new Fifty Two was the BVS universe. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and they set that up, so you have sort of with these ones where you reintroduced the legacy, like once again the Flash. Now, which I'm a big Flash fan, is the Flash is now a legacy character. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things like Wally West is like, oh, like I can't be Kid Flash. He's like, bro, you're like forty. You can't be a Kid Flash. <laughs> he's, like, like 40. he's like, you're not a Kid Flash. You're a Flash. Mm-hmm. So now you have two Flashes where he's with the Teen Titans, but he has a whole new, brand new red suit. Mm-hmm. And Kid Flash is the younger Wally West, mm-hmm. which is the one we're getting on TV. Hmm. So it's a good way to like reset the universe and bring back elements that were missing and reintroduce New Hope because the new Fifty Two Superman dies. And then you get the old Superman. He's messed up because I really like the new 52 Superman. It was good, especially near the end. Yeah. But now you have the one that was from before who fought Doomsday, has a kid. So now you have Damian Wayne and Superboy. It's not his fault. It was new 52. Yeah. And all the yeah. crazy random events they would throw at that Just, freaking yeah. continuity. But I like how seconds. they addressed that in the comic book. Like they like they wrote it into the story like, oh yeah, well, you know, f- why does it see like we as fans, we yeah. would read it and it's like, I can't figure this out. Like, did, did Bane break Batman's back? Mm-hmm. Did Superman fight Doomsday? Mm-hmm. And they right. kind of like wrote it in that somebody who they haven't revealed who yet, but 
plot twist, it looks like it's characters from Watchmen, which mm-hmm. Dr. Oh, Manhattan. Yes. Yeah. Um, they're saying that the five years of, <laughs> five years were taken. Five which, years were taken from them, and it created this darker, grittier timeline, which, which makes sense. And what always fucked me up with the New Fifty Two is with the Batman. The like, family, yeah, we're the ages. Like. No, it's like oh, the stuff like that happened in Batman and Green Lantern like still kind of happened. Just yeah. to do something like so, what Bruce had a fucking summer summer camp for Robins. It's like oh, you're in, you're out, you're in, you're out. Yeah, you're like in, you're it out. just yeah. All of a sudden, there's five Robins in and, five years, like, and Batgirl's like in and out of a chair like nothing. Yeah, yeah. and that was. Like, I remember like episode one. I remember issue one of New Fifty Two Batman when they show all the Bat family in that one scene. I'm like, wait, if Batman's like thirty. How the hell is Nightwing's Nightwing? <laughs> like he's yeah. Nightwing and Damien's there. I'm like, wait, that doesn't. And Jason Todd. Uh, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Batman was busy, but he, Batman. He had his first Robin who was like 18, <laughs> <laughs> and Robin was like 12. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and I like that in like in Rebirth, Teen Titans, like you have Damien Wayne coming in and like bringing back the Teen Titans together. So then that's how that story starts too. But it's an older Starfire. It's not like we're getting like the animation version of like tween Starfire. We have one that's actually the same age approximately as Dick mm. Grayson. Yeah. Tween Starfire was adorable though. No, she was. I love your um <laughs> your description of what the rebirth is. Because it really is BVS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like New 52 was really and that and it wasn't BVS by like Dr. Manhattan from the Watchmen comic. It was BVS by the Snyder Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, the, the uh, Manhattan from... flare-overs in a way, too. Where yeah. it's like, we have to be dark and gritty to succeed. And it's like, sometimes you can have that and it works, and sometimes it's you're making things dark and gritty for no reason. Yeah. It's like, why can't why does Superman ha- suddenly turn, do a Kamehameha and suddenly he's normal for like a day? What the fuck was the point of that? No, yeah. It didn't even go anywhere. So he could get laid. That's the whole reason. Dicks of steel, everybody. Man of steel, woman of tissue paper. It's like living in a world of cardboard. (laughs) Oh, God. Horrible visual. Oh, God. All right, anybody else? Jason? About uh, New 52 Rebirth? 2016. Comics, film, movies, games. See, come back to me. Cause I, well, see, I was thinking like a lot of the stuff that like movies, films that were highlights for me are stuff that we've talked about to death, like Rogue <laughs> One and Spider Man yeah. and, and Homecoming, not in Home, well, in Homecoming, but mainly in Civil War. Mm. But um, yeah, I guess mine is more of like a, a personal story that yeah, relates into Cosplay, but it also is relevant because it ties into something that we'll probably be talking about a lot in a couple of months, yeah. and it's uh, mm. it's my Iron Fist day at New York Comic Con. Oh! And, uh, I witnessed this. Yes. It, I don't even know if you guys know the full story. Like, our studio probably knows the full story. Yeah, I don't know if the rest of you do, but um, it started out as probably one of the worst days of my year last year, but mm-hmm. it turned into one of my best days. That um, This is the day I was waiting for for months that I was debuting my Iron Fist cosplay, and I was mainly doing it on that day because they were having the Iron Fist panel there and I'm not gonna lie I was really hoping that senpai would notice me um, <laughs> because you know the actor is gonna be there and everything so um, after having an epic night of fighting with my at the time girlfriend which carried on in the morning and made a horrible morning uh, you guys might recall I had the light upset set light set up for my Iron Fist glove yeah. and oh, yeah. it totally just fizzled out on me as yeah. I was getting ready to go so, so your Iron Fist did yes, not work did not work at all <laughs> and his fist was not an iron I, I wasted so much copper fist <laughs> <laughs> damn it what is Iron, I don't what is iron Fist without his fist <laughs> Uh, but it delayed me from from getting out the door. It didn't work. Uh, luckily, Jordan was online at the con waiting for the Iron Fist panel, so I was able to get on the line with him, 
guaranteeing us we're going to get in, we're going to get in, we're going to get in. Luckily, when they start giving out the wristbands, oh, we don't have enough wristbands. But you told us if we were within this line, we're getting in. We don't have enough wristbands. So they're like, all right, whatever. So I told Jordan, I'm going to go upstairs to the Marvel booth and try to get in because they were doing um, the raffle for the autograph session. I missed that because I was downstairs trying to get into the panel. And um, the guy that was in charge of the Marvel booth that's there every year is kind of like a dick towards me. Like I asked him, you know, did you guys do the raffle already? He was like, mm -hmm. yeah, we did it first thing. I was like, oh, I didn't know. I was downstairs doing the panel. And he was like, well, you need to know it's either one or the other. And I was like, really, dude? Like, I'm here in full Iron Fist cosplay. You could tell I'm a fan and you're going to like really be a dick like that. And he's like, I don't know what to tell you. So I'm like, all right, no problem. So I was like, I left. I went and found you guys and my friends and everything like that, intending to go back to the Marvel booth when they were going to do the um, do the uh, the signing and just like kind of hang around and hope that I would notice them. Uh, a little while after that, I went back to the Marvel booth because they had the setup of uh, the Iron Fist dojo that you could take like the the picture, like that it looks like you're jumping or oh, fighting, cool. whatever. And I just happened to run into, which sorry guys for cheating on you, but I happened <laughs> to run into uh, another uh, Jessica Jones and a Daredevil cosplayer. So we're hanging out in the line and we're talking. I'm like, oh, we should totally take pictures together. And the girl who's a Jessica Jones was like, there's a Luke Cage in the front. I'm going to go grab him and see if he'll take pictures with us. She's like, all right, cool. So we're in the line and a lot of people are coming up to us like, oh man, that's really cool. Can I take a picture of you guys? So mm -hmm. we're taking pictures and stuff. Wait, the Luke Cage is Darnell, right? Was it was Darnell? It? Was it? I, I don't know. Have, it might no? have been. No, I don't think it was. I got a little. Oh, I don't mind. think it was Darnell. Never mind. So we get around to the front, and Marvel approaches us, and it's like, "Hey, you mind if we take pictures of you guys in, you know, the dojo thing?" So now mm -hmm. Marvel is taking pics of us, and uh, Netflix is taking pics of us. So oh. they're taking pictures of us as defenders. Then they found another Iron Fist cosplayer, and they took pictures of me and him like back to back and stuff. Mm -hmm. So then, like the the Netflix executive pulled us over the two Iron Fists, and she was like, "Are you guys excited? Are you going to the panel?" And I was like, "Oh man, I couldn't get in." <laughs> So she's like, no, no, that that just can't happen. The other guy was like, no, nah, man, I'm good, and just left. And I'm like, what the fuck is Idiot. wrong with you? But whatever. I was like, now it's all about me. So um, she was like, no, nah, that isn't acceptable. She, and she started calling people over, and she's like, we need to get this guy in the panel. We need to get him in. So I have oh no clue God. what's going to happen at this point. I was like, are you pulling me on stage? Or am I like, just whatever, just get me in there. So they gave me like a card. They were like, call this number at this time, and we're going to get you in there. So I'm like, all right, cool. Again, went back to my friends. I was like, oh my God, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, again, go back to the Marvel booth because now it's the autograph session. And they got Finn Jones and the other actors from uh, Iron Fist up on stage. And I'm, I happen to run into the Daredevil cosplayer again. And we're just hanging out. And actually, the actor who played uh, Ghost Rider on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came by. And like we kind of took snapshots with him and everything like that. And I happen to look up and lock eyes with Finn Jones who's the actor who plays Danny yeah. and Iron Fist oh and he just looks at me and just points at me like my dude it's a shame I was like, shame. Like, I was no. like oh, <laughs> so the same Marvel dude who earlier in the day was like nah man you should have chosen you came first kind of noticed that so he was kind of humbled and came over and was like awesome. alright get online you, you, you need to go up there now so I went up it's <laughs> like so, yeah bitch yeah. <laughs> basically I kind of strutted up on stage so I got the poster and I got it signed by the entire cast and I was talking to them a little bit and like literally everybody was like just amazed like touching my cow like can I touch the cow can I touch the, the girl that's playing um why am I blanking out on her name? Uh, Colleen Wynn. Colleen Wing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was was can I touch it? Can I touch it? Oh so it was God. really, really cool. So um left a little elated, went again, met up with you guys. I think I might have gushed all over again. Mm -hmm. And then went back to the panel, got brought in, uh, was sitting with the the crew who had just finished rapping that day. So again, everybody's like, Oh my god, that's so badass, whatever. And like I didn't get pulled up on stage and everything, but I probably saw one of the most amazing panels I've ever seen because they brought out the Iron Fist cast and they announced um they left. Then they brought out um the actor who played uh, John Barenthal, who plays uh, Punisher in yeah. Daredevil. Oh, they brought wow. him out. 
Then they brought out uh, Rosario Dawson, who played Claire. They basically brought out everybody. For, they brought out the entire Defenders. They announced Sigourney Weaver was going to be in Defenders. Um, they brought out Foggy and Karen. They showed us not only the trailer oh that you guys saw, we saw legit about four scenes from, from Iron Fist. Really? Oh yes. Action scenes? Actually, we saw um, a kind of like comedic kind of scene that leads into an action scene. Um, basically, he tries to go to, uh, I guess it's Rand Enterprises, which is the company that his, his family owns, yeah. and that I guess when he's believed dead, he loses, and they won't security won't let him in, so he kind of like busts in and he has to fight these security guards. Yeah. But then they showed, which is kind of a trademark now, the uh, the Marvel Netflix movies. They basically showed a hallway fight scene, <laughs> which yes. was every series wow. yes, that hallway yes, fight. But yeah. it was fucking awesome. Like I'll say, I noticed like Daredevil was very dark in Hell's Kitchen and so is Jessica, Jessica Jones in a way even though Jessica yeah. Jones is a little more noir um, Luke Cage is very much a product of Harlem mm-hmm. Iron Fist feels the most like a Marvel movie only because like it's midtown Manhattan so it's like a little brighter Yeah, you know it, it looks like shinier. it's yeah shinier like you mm-hmm. could tell they're going for a, a different theme with every 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 show now mm-hmm. um, so I was very excited like I, I walked out like, so initial review is perfect for, 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 for Iron Fist the series yeah. from what little I saw I would say perfect like yeah. the Nice. Everything you love about Daredevil, as far as with the fighting, just upped. Nice. Because oh, yeah. Kung Fu. Yes, yeah. yeah. Because you have Colleen Wing, who's basically like a martial artist, and now you have Iron Fist, who's obviously a martial artist, and it looks like it's just going to be like just crazy martial art fighting on top of, let me take my inner chi and focus it into my fist and just knock shit around. That sounds badass. Yeah, I'm and, ready. Uh, When's that coming out? When's the March. Oh, March. Early March. Oh, in March. Early March, and then I think Defenders drops, which is filming right now in New York, mm-hmm. drops sometime in the summer. I don't All know right. if they have a definite date. Might be May or June. Yeah. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right, good 29th. <laughs> All right, we got one for you, Arsenio? Uh, we are at the 130 mark. I can we still didn't make we we still didn't make the sixty minute mark. <laughs> what I took, we had nothing to discuss. <laughs> yeah, everything to discuss always. <laughs> After ten years of production, Final Fantasy fifteen finally came out. Bruh okay, first of all, I'm just gonna you look like a Final Fantasy character right now. <laughs> you look like Gladiolus. I'm just gonna out him right now. He looks like Gladiolus. Gladi Daddy. <laughs> I'm literally sitting across from one of the characters in Final Fantasy 15. That's what it's felt like this entire podcast. I didn't say anything, but I'm calling you out on it now. <laughs> I'm a walking Final Fantasy character. Yeah. Nah, but nah. oh shit! Get my Prius road trip. Let's do this. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Let's, Let's go. We're driving. Uh, Wendy's. <laughs> 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 Wait, but we have to stop and make curry to replenish our health. I'm coming with a new recipe. <laughs> no, but that was after, like for me as a fan. Like I remember when it first was announced, like Versus 13, mm. and it's just like, oh, cool, this little side story for like Final Fantasy 13, which was kind of in for me, because mm-hmm. like that's when I really enjoyed it was like seven, eight, and ten. Yeah, I haven't played nine, but eh, whatever. So it was like that was cool, and then it just finally comes out. It's like, oh, it's like, oh no, we're still making that. Just now, it's Final Fantasy 15. Ha ha, we leveled up. <laughs> no, it just took you so long to come out with it. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. So like a ten year production. That fact that it finally came out and played it, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I still see some problems because like I read that they had to like rut. They were like forced to like rush to come out by November because like guys, you were gonna, rush. You were, you were gonna come out in September. Now it's November. Now you tell me you're gonna need next year? No, no, November. Drop it. DLC everything. Somebody later. finally got tired. Yeah. <laughs> There's a backstage manager like, no, this is bullshit. Yeah, it's been years. <laughs> so it's been fun. It's a great story. I enjoyed it. 
definitely touching the field. It's very bromantic. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's four dudes in a car going across country, so no, you gotta assume so you get more you get more character development from the four dudes than your love interest. So to quote honest game traders, homie dudes and players before Lady Luna Frey is. Am <laughs> <laughs> all right? That's awesome. <laughs> it's great, but it just gives me a little bit more hope because maybe finally Kingdom Hearts three will actually come out. I mean, they have gameplay there, don't they? Yeah, but that's been like, what, a year now? That's true. They had gameplay of Final it's Fantasy King Versus back when it was Versus years ago. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts is like the unicorn of video games. It's like, it kind of happens, but 2. not 2.8 really. drops in like two weeks. <laughs> 2.5, 2.6. So we're getting all these like mid-quills. Just like, crawling to that third game. <laughs> so just give me three. So it's like, oh. I was a boy when that second game came out. A boy. Oh. Yeah, I was like a boy. in puberty. Yeah. Teenager, now I'm a man, jaded. <laughs> like, now I'm a man. They missed like that, that beautiful moment in time where like I was like, oh my god, Disney and Final Fantasy, it's my childhood together. It's just they missed your sweet spot. Yeah, now it's like, yeah, I better fucking touch my yeah, soul. I swear but, to God. <laughs> but if they take just a little bit longer, Moana might end up in that game. Ooh, hey, that's a good point. It's been so long. There should be a lot of dope shit in that there in that be. game now. I mean, I know Big Hero Six is gonna be in it. Okay, that's, that's awesome. That's cool. Sold. <laughs> Could Marvel with, and Star Wars? I would hope. Like, I would love to have like a like a lightsaber Dude, or keyblade. Just one. Just give me the Darth just, Vader, Sephiroth final Wars battle. Just, yeah. just a Darth Vader. Just give me the Darth, Darth Vader battle. final battle. <laughs> Darth battle. <laughs> the, from the stuff I've read about that, like the, the one that got me interested was the Big Hero Six mm-hmm. because it connects to the movie. Right. Really? You remember how in the end of Big Hero 6, how Baymax has to stay in that little dimension and yeah. his fist goes off of his consciousness? Mm-hmm. That Baymax comes back controlled by a Heartless. Uh-huh. So you're like, oh shit. That's so cool. That is cool. That is awesome. That's what I love about Kingdom Hearts, you know, when it comes out. <laughs> if, if. Eventually. But putting that, we'll come back to that. <laughs> so it, with 15 finally dropping. And like it's still doing good, still selling, and still having a, a. It's an open world game. How far are you in it? I beat it. Oh, you beat it? I beat the story. I haven't beat all the side quests. Holy shit! Because I got to the part where it's like, oh, after this point, you can like go back and have fun, or go to f- go to the end game. And I'm like, nah, fuck this. I'm beating this. So how was it? Awesome. I teared up at the end. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's an emotional game for sure. I mean, it starts off with a cover for uh, Florence and the Machines, uh, Stand By Me. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it's like you start off the game and like you and you guys are trying to push the car because you ran out of gas. Mm. So I'm just like, that's a way to start an adventure. <laughs> but throughout the game, one of the characters, Prompto, takes pictures of the fights. He's like, oh, I, I want to save that one. I want to yeah, save that one. Yeah, I've seen that in that the gameplay mechanic. So near the end, it shows you all the photos. That's why. So that, I was like, what is this all for? Like, oh, So you get oh, all yeah. that and you're just like, damn, you see your entire story from what you saved. Yeah. So you're just like, Sweet. god damn it. <laughs> damn you digital person taking digital <laughs> photographs <laughs> in hit this me. digital world. <laughs> hit me with feels. <laughs> These digital feels. <laughs> um, Alright, in the essence of time, I mean, we got the 138 mark. I... My highlight for 2016? It ended. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to try to be positive, actually. (laughs) Shin Godzilla. I mean, has anyone seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. You've seen it. I've seen it. You guys seen it? I'm done. It's actually sitting on my phone right now. I have a copy of it. It's fucking amazing. I mean, it lulls kind of in the middle. But for what they have of Godzilla, mm-hmm. it's everything I wanted in a Godzilla movie. It's very anime almost. It is. Feel it's, to it. it's directed by the guy who yeah. directed Ava. Yeah. So Ava, Ava Angelian. Yeah. Angelian. Seen that? Like, yeah. Uh, duh. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. the, the office scenes, they take a lot of its dry humor and wit from that anime. But even just like in the tone of like the Godzilla scenes in that movie, like it, you you can kind of feel that angelic, like godly um, atmosphere they're trying to go for. Mm-hmm. They do the thing in the movies that I love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is important because I'm singing it like this. Music. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds better. But I'm gonna, I, I, I give that movie a perfect, but I kind of want to see my thoughts because I, I recorded a podcast of myself, a solo podcast, Ooh. giving a review for Ooh. that movie. 40 minutes. I'm actually, I might even drop it. I'll drop it on this podcast. I won't advertise it. It'll be a segment. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like a little... Cliff note. Yeah, a if point If you feel one. like going down this hole... If you want welcome. to. Podcast episode 16.2. Yeah. <laughs> he had one of those. You're going to Kingdom Hearts it. <laughs> if you want to go down the Blair Vision rabbit hole, I'll put that up. The Shin Godzilla solo podcast. A lot of self-talking and going, why am I doing this? <laughs> Thank God. I'm so lonely. But guys, that was awesome. But I'm so lonely. <laughs> but yeah, no, love that movie. Cool. They do everything that I wanted them to do in the Godzilla reboot in 2014, the American mm-hmm. version. If you were to see those two Godzillas, like those two Godzillas do two different things in two completely different ways. Mm-hmm. Right. The 2014 Godzilla, I would root for. He's my hero. He's the Godzilla <laughs> from my childhood that like, he's the T-Rex at the interesting park yeah. <laughs> that you were cheering for like yeah save us from the raptors this Godzilla it's the force one of nature from the first one Maybe. wait which one are you, are you he's the, Shin or the Shin Godzilla I, more force of nature yeah. but the force of nature thing like the it's funny the director of the 2014 film that was what he was going for for that Godzilla he wanted to call that Godzilla Force of Nature. Mm. But you're right. This Godzilla literally is the apocalypse incarnate yeah. walking through hell itself. <laughs> <laughs> what Godzilla is supposed to be because Godzilla was originally like a metaphor for the nuclear explosion. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I won't put any spoilers here, but there's some new abilities that Godzilla showcases in that movie that beyond just like giving something different to that that monster, that character, because you know, you know Godzilla at this point. He's a, he's he's a staple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big giant lizard shoots fire out of his mouth. Maybe tail whips if he's mm-hmm. more agile, like in the 1999 movie, or whatever. Or if oh, that God. beat drops. Yeah. Can you not remind me of that? Yeah, movie, I know. <laughs> For the most part, you know what Godzilla is. A giant lizard breathes fire. But in this movie, they put it on his head by making it less so like an actual creature and more a complete metaphor. Which was the original intent of Godzilla in the first place. A, a complete metaphor for the intent of nuclear like devastation, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's an abomination. Like, literally the scars of an abomination of nuclear creation. Like, if a mm-hmm. nuclear war happened, he is the spirit of that thing incarnate. Right. Damn. And he looks it. He looks terrifying. Oh they give Godzilla, like, if you've seen images of him, he looks almost zombie-like in appearance. Mm-hmm. And he goes through evolutions in the mm-hmm. movie, so he always keeps you guessing. It's It's... It's not your daddy's Godzilla for the most yeah. part. <laughs> but I, are you a fan of like of going the back all the way back? Like, well, because I, uh, I know a lot of people, the original hardcore Godzilla fans, have an issue with the changes that they made. Like, are you, obviously, you're not one of those people. But no. are you like somebody who grew up like in the Godzilla movies? Like, do you love like the old Japanese? Yeah, I grew up on the old VHS. So it didn't it didn't bug you because I know a lot of people it did. No, if anything, it felt like 
like the truest reboot of the original okay. movie that's ever been done. And I mean, Godzilla movies, I've seen a lot. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm like, that was just binge them on sci-fi. You know well, I remember, I, I remember them when they were on like every Saturday afternoon when we only had like Channel 5 and Channel 11. Like yeah. cable was something you needed. My dad doesn't make enough money for cable, so I could only watch stuff on Channel 5. My man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but a lot of the Godzilla movies would either be like spiritual successors mm. to the original or like soft reboots in some way. Or it's kind of funny, the same vein of like New 52 and Re- Rebirth. Like, yeah. They have like Godzilla Rebirths where it was like, yeah, it's kind of like a new ver- sequel to that Godzilla, but not really unless we specify things that are different. Right. You know what I'm saying? But this one is like, they took that original idea of it being like that, like something terrifying mm-hmm. and changed the character to like just visually in terms of his abilities as well to kind of fit that new horrific vibe. Mm-hmm. And I loved it for it. The new abilities, like they it, this guy still keeps you on your toes. Mm-hmm. Like it, if not only does he evolve throughout the entire movie, so you don't really know. Like when the Godzilla first shows up, I'm not giving a review, but <laughs> when Godzilla first shows up, like he doesn't even look like Godzilla. So I, at first, right. I'm sitting there guessing, going like, "Is that like the monster's gonna fight?" And I would that yeah. sort of I exactly. yeah yeah. Even though it has like kind of like some earmarks of Godzilla, yeah. it still was like maybe it's like a thing that's a mutate like him, but yeah. that's not, not him. But I wasn't expecting like an evolving creature at all. Mm-hmm. And then when you get awesome. when that happens, and then at the end when you actually get like Godzilla, you know and love that still has these new and weirdly grotesque abilities, like it. For a Godzilla fan, especially, it makes me feel like this is something new and different. Like yeah. I, I was never bored by this Godzilla because every second I'm going, "What's he gonna do next?" Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, and it's like, holy shit. <laughs> and it was an interesting take because at times, like a lot of the movie is following the government and how they deal with this as a national crisis. And mm-hmm. that, that's like my one gripe about the movie. There was, especially since it's a subtitled yeah. movie, yeah. Right. literally it had on screen this, their subtitles, but like if it was like a boardroom scene and it was like eight different <laughs> characters, it would be like location, Japanese, Japanese Ministry of Defense. And then it would be right. like this guy and that's his position and that guy in his position. But you also need to read what they're saying. It's like, oh my I God. don't know where to look for. Oh, I missed it. Something mm-hmm. important just happened. I'd like yeah. to tell he's not an anime vet. I was about to say, I was saying, I was saying it's like one of those animes where it's like the entire screen is with text yeah. <laughs> it was yeah you gotta read have his that, name that, that location and what he said I will be and there's the sound effect too yeah. that you have to translate and I will be Yakugan that shit <laughs> but it was a lot of like we're sitting there and we're getting we, 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 how should we react and we need to call this person and we need to do that it was but a lot then, of thing in the room yeah but then when shit happened like like it was like Superman Zod levels of destruction um, yeah, in, in Man exactly. of Steel. Like, and I, I get it, Godzilla movies is destruction, but they he fucked up that city. Yeah, bad. There's no coming back from that. No, it didn't, no. <laughs> <laughs> the ebb and flow that we like usually like in most movies, where like we have like the the tension and the release in, in films. This does it to the maximum extreme. It clenches all the time. Yeah. Well, when Godzilla's on the screen, it's the maximum tension. Like it's it's just terrifying almost. How it should be. But then when it's not Godzilla on screen, like Jason was saying, it's literally like people, people typing on a clipboard. Yeah, I, not a, a you are locked in a room <laughs> with people like looking at this as a disaster from the top down. So you've got like, you know, EMTs, you got yeah. fire departments, you got police stations, people who coordinate all these things. We need it, Form 62 before we can, uh, like, it literally yeah. was like that. They're, signing, like, they're filling out forms and like, yeah. <laughs> they're well, calling like, people. Well, like you said, like, I haven't seen it, I, but I want to. And you said it's like the director of Evangelion. Mm-hmm. That's Evangelion. When you're not fighting in the Avas and the Angels, it's just like, talk, 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 Shinji's having a meltdown. Yeah. But in but in the, to the I think it's to the benefit of the movie, at least, because, at least for me, and I, people who say it's boring, I completely understand as well, because you're locked in those rooms for a long time. Mm-hmm. I would say Godzilla's in the movie, probably a little bit more than 2014 movie. He wasn't in it that much. 
Right, but at least you got to see the follow through and the fights instead of let's each, turn yeah. away and close the door. Yeah, each time you see him, though, Ugh. it's a set piece. Yeah. It's actually like a full set piece yeah. every time you see him, not like a, like, oh, tease, oh, tease, another tease. <laughs> <laughs> but if it, for more other people, it might feel boring, but for me, it just made me bite. I was like literally on my edge of my seat, biting my teeth. Like, when's he gonna come back, and what's gonna happen when he does? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as and because of the entire focus of the people like in those rooms is that trying to figure out what the fuck is he? How the fuck does this thing work? And as a fan, because I don't know how this Godzilla works, I'm with right. him. Like, how the fuck does he work? <laughs> 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 that ability was new. I don't know what that means. How do he do that? So like, I, that's why I liked it. It was something different. Yeah, I agree. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I'm still gonna drop that review. <laughs> <laughs> this was his warm up for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, warm up. I've already done it. <laughs> this is already done, and it's sitting on a shelf somewhere. I'll just, I'll release it. Just, I didn't want to. I was like, does anybody really want to hear me talk to myself for 40 minutes? I mean, it's your warm up to the audience. Not that you mentioned it here. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, let me see what that was. Oh, why did I do that? Yeah, for all those that actually want to go hear it. Um, I'm sorry. Hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be locked in a in a room with me actually for 40 minutes. <laughs> But no Godzilla is coming. Yeah, the tension is just when it's going to be over. <laughs> Don't look at your podcast to increase the experience. <laughs> Don't look at your cell phone for the time. Um, so I guess let's wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, almost two hours. All right. <laughs> we had nothing to talk about. Every time we have nothing to talk about, we have more to talk about. Yeah. But I mean, next week we will have a lot to talk about with the DC stuff. So we won't out. have anything to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, blurred vision, flash and arrow, and we're out. Later. <laughs> there we go. Uh, is there anything else we wanted to mention? Mm-hmm. iTunes reviews, keep them coming, guys. Those three we read this week were all great. I just want to just thank people like repeatedly for giving them because they, they do, honestly. Honestly, guys, they really make a big difference. Oh, man. Keep us they warm my soul. Especially like the ones that like go out of their way to say something like, like yeah, you guys make my day. Hey, you guys don't know how that feels. Like, it's like, oh. I make your day by just being stupid. I do it every day. <laughs> yeah, honestly, if it's not for the reviews, then we're just four nerds in a vacuum who happen to put this up on SoundCloud and iTunes. But, like, really, we don't realize that people are actually listening in a way until, what was until like, they talk back. Yeah, because maybe they don't realize, but we talk like this all the time, even when there are no microphones. Yeah. 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 We just have an outline for these. That's the only difference. <laughs> outline. Yeah, barely. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said... That's what train thoughts go. <laughs> you will see us. <laughs> I'm tired. See us in the next podcast. See us in the future. Future. Flash. Future. <laughs> All right. That's been Blur Vision. This has been Jordan. Right. No. <laughs> yeah, what's our order? We don't have an order anymore. You fucked up our order, Jason. <laughs> well, obviously I'm last. <laughs> well, I know in the intro it's like you, me, Samia, and then special guest. So Jason. But for the closing off, I don't know. Same thing? Yeah, just keep it simple. Keep yeah. it simple, stupid. <laughs> this has been Jordan with... Arsenio. Samia. Jason. And we will see you, you next week. What? What? You what? fucked it up! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Rage quit the pocket! Do <laughs> you know? You BBS'd it. You BBS'd it. I'll see you guys later. Later, guys. Bye. Peace. <laughs> Blurred Vision is a podcast made for fans by fans. 
Find us on Instagram at Blurred Vision or at our website, theblurredvision.com. You can also like us on Facebook or Twitter as The Blurred Vision. Don't like iTunes? We're also on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. For any questions or inquiries, please contact us at theblurredvision at gmail.com. <laughs>